What's going on, fans? My name's Josh. I'm joined, as always, by my own personal secret Santa, Mr. Matt Listen. <laughs> what's going on, Elster? So, <laughs> what's up, guys? This week, we're going to go over the best and the worst of the year, and this is the Nerd Force Podcast. So, Matt, tell me what's going on the past couple of weeks in the life of Matt. Well, you know, first off, it's just so exciting. I mean, oh, yeah. it's exciting. I mean, well, I mean uh, we've, we've literally got just Hollywood producers knocking at the door, begging for rights I've to your actually, life story. Josh, have considered just wearing a GoPro for like 48 hours. And that in and of itself could probably... Just let that feed go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll start an OnlyFans. And, uh, <laughs> anywho, uh, no, it's all good, dude. I'm just hanging out, doing what I do. I had a, I had a good Thanksgiving. I actually went up to my dad's house up in the big Columbia, South Carolina. Nice. And, uh, fried me a big fat turkey. Got to sit outside and eat, have Thanksgiving dinner at a big table outside, which is nice to do in the South. That's yep. something you do not do in Pittsburgh at this time. Nope. Absolutely not. So um, that was great. He had a uh, he had a full keg of the Hopsecutioner on tap, amongst many other types of adult beverages, which was quite tasty. Got to see my sister. She came into town. Nice. So she was there, and uh, Steph was there, and uh, my cousin was there, too, from my dad's side. And... Uh, is this your dad's biological cousin? Or? Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, um, <clears throat> I'll just I'll cut this short, not to go too deep into the details. My dad's adopted, so eventually he's found his family, and he's found one of his brothers a long time ago, a long a longer ago, I should say. And then he obviously had a child, which who is my cousin technically. Yeah. And what was funny is on ancestry, he did it, I did it, yeah. not knowing, and of course, boom, there's like immediate matches. Oh, nice. So it really kind of supported. Like a lot of like, if you're adopted, I mean that's right, a, right, I mean right. it's really hard. You know yeah. what I mean? So my dad's been doing this research of finding his family probably for oh god since I was a child. I mean little, you know. And the thing is, it's like now it's it's a little bit easier, you know. Right. But before my dad was uh, born in Greenville, South Carolina, so moved to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And he grew up in Pittsburgh, so he didn't really know where he was from. He didn't know he was adopted until he went into the military. Oh wow! And they started asking him, like, "We need your, we need your birth certificate, or not your social security card, or whatever." Well, I don't remember whatever. He, yeah, probably hit, birth certificate or something. Yeah, and it was like, well, okay. Well, then that's when he found out, you know. So yeah, and of course that leads to then again a ton of other questions, right? You know. But back then, you could get away with not having a birth certificate and different things. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You know? Yeah, I mean, well, first we're, off, we're talking about like before the time over. period where the dude from Simply Safe, or what was it? Not Simply Safe, but the the guy from that does like the identity um, protection thing. He used to have his his real social security number on the uh, side so, of their vans. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, okay. This is actually what happened. Okay, so mm. <laughs> okay, so this is way. This is my dad's old, obviously older. And um, 
he was in college. So he had made it into college and everything else, not needing any of this shit, right? right? Then Vietnam broke out, right? Yeah. So my dad said, you know what? He dropped out of college, and he signed up and went to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. No problem with that, okay? Because he already was in college. Then he yeah. went in, he wanted to go to OTC, yeah. right? So when he went to apply for OTC, all of a sudden they're like, wait a minute. Yeah. What the hell? Who are you? Yeah. You know? And, you know, had he just stayed, like, well, he as did like, He did stay, obviously, as enlisted, a, yeah. enlisted and went through the whole and retired. But that's when it came up. And he couldn't get into OTC because they wanted to tell us additional information, which he didn't have. Yeah. But, of course, they had zero issue, zero, taking him in, <laughs> yeah. you know, into the military before. You know? Oh, yeah, sure. Around, especially around, you know. That time, of course. The war. So, anyways, it's been a really, really long journey for my dad. And he's finally found like basically his entire family tree and it literally took a long time like we spent a lot of times as young kids just sitting outside courthouses my dad's going like you got to go in and do research rolodex you know yeah. do the whole microfiche and all that type of stuff so anyways my one cousin um i had met my dad's brother before he was born and it was my uncle charlie and unfortunately he he just passed away um he actually was a big. He was a big bike rider, Harley guy, and uh, he's Georgia, too. Yeah. And um, so he was backing out of his driveway on his bike and got just broadsided by a car. Oh. Just, just, uh, just. So complications led to obviously he passed. So, yeah. but I had never had the opportunity to meet my cousin one on one. This was the first time. So yeah. it was really cool. It's a good dude. Yeah. And uh, you know, of course, I knew he was nervous coming in. You yeah. know. And of course, he's he's coming. He's <laughs> yeah, coming into like a group of people that he doesn't know, and right. you know he's. Well, my dad's met him though, right? So my dad's has spent time, so he knows my dad. Yeah, but he does not know me, and he definitely doesn't know he doesn't know my sister at all, really. So, you know, coming that he shows up about <sighs> three hours after Amy, Steph, and I have been there with a keg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so y'all are probably yeah. pretty little tied off at the moment. Yeah. So he rolls in. And he comes in. He when, comes in. And he's he's like, "Hey, I'm whoever." And then you're like, "I'm Matt. Where do you stand on Star Wars?" Oh, we got to that. We did. I'm get sure. To, you know, we got to, we we got there, and I'll touch on that real quick. But um, so he comes in, and he's got like a like a like a corduroy type of jacket on, and he, I mean, he kind of looks a little bit a little bit country. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. Georgia, Georgia boy, right? Yeah, a little bit country. He's got like a not a cowboy hat on per se, but like a. It's like one of those rounded ones. It literally looks just like Zach Brown's hat, right? Yeah, like so, the one off of... Uh, yes. Yeah. You know what I'm going to say? Exactly, that hat. Yeah. So he walks in. I'm like, I said, hey, Chris. I said, dude, I said, you know what? You look like a thin Zach Brown. Or, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, so we just gave it to him immediately. It's like, you know what? Like, well, that's <laughs> the best approach. Oh, yeah. There was there was no, uh, there was no um, nicety. Not, I shouldn't say... Pleasantries, like yeah, pretends. Yeah. Well, he's family. No, he just treat him like family. And I told him, I, yeah, I just told him. I said, Chris, I said, you know what, welcome. And I said, you know what, you're just getting jumped in tonight, baby. So it's on. You know what I mean? So yep. of course, Amy and I then baptized him. So he is now <laughs> in the keg waters. <laughs> in, in the waters of the kegs. And uh, so, anyways, we had a really good time. It was it was a lot of fun. Unfortunately, my wife had to work on Friday, so she had to come home. But I stayed one more night, and then I, I obviously got back and. And uh, so it was a good time. I had a really good time doing that. And uh, other than that, um, I had the, the privilege of hanging lights for two days with my little light helper, <laughs> which is Josh. 
and uh, and he definitely holds the ladder for me, which is probably a good thing um, because I could topple easily. Yeah. With, uh, with my uh, um, well, I do have cat-like skills. I mean, Josh has a video of it, so. It was more for insurance purposes, just in case something happened, and that way I could go at least go viral at your expense. True, true. But I did have the boys home, so that was a lot of fun too. So I had my one son, Aiden. He comes home, and again, it's like, dude, I, I what? Okay, what did I tell you before you came home? I said, I said, I guarantee you. This is what I told Josh. He's not going to say. It. I'll just tell him what I said. So what I told you is, like, as soon as he comes home, I said, I guarantee you it's going to be at least a $300 visit, right? Yeah. At least. Yeah. Well, it started before he even got home because he broke his phone. Yeah. So then I had to go get a phone for him. So there's 100 bucks right there. You know yeah. what I mean? Then I got to pay the activation fee. That's another 30 bucks, And now I'll be paying $15 a month for the yeah, phone. for the phone. Right. And then I said to Sean, I said, can't we just make him pay for the phone? It's your son. <laughs> and I'm like. Yeah, yes. my twenty almost twenty one year old. <laughs> almost son. my twenty one year old son coming up. So she's like, "No, we will take until he gets a job." I said, "He has a job," and and she's like, "No, not don't while he's in college. We're going to pay for his phone, which basically means I'll pay for his phone." Yeah, and and for and forever, <laughs> forever. I'm going to be I'm going to be retired and be bitching about this to my wife. Can we take them off our phone plan, please? Now, I mean, they're already using our Netflix. They're already using our Hulu. <laughs> How much more can they take? No, I just, I just, but I mean, of course, when he comes home, he's my vegan son. So I had to go to the store and buy all the special vegan crap that just doesn't make any sense to me. Because, dude, anything that's labeled vegan, it's almost like, you know, like Harley Davidson. They say, you know, Harley Davidson HD stands for $100. Everything you buy for Harley Davidson for a bike yeah, costs $100. $100 yeah. Anything you buy for a vegan costs $5. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you want cheese, $5. You want, Something that's supposed to taste like ham or pepperoni, five dollars. Yeah. You know, you want a meal or like something that comes together, ten dollars. Yeah, it's just like it's crazy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I mean, I got the stuff or whatever, but it's just like I don't know. But you know, it's just crazy. But anyways, so needless to say, I did a calculation. <laughs> I was off a little bit. Yeah, three fifty. Oh, okay. So there was well, yeah ballpark. Well, I ballparked it. I did. I did. I mean, the phone was. I mean, that was a little bit of it, but. So, anyways, yeah, my other son came home too. So we had both here, which is really cool. So we had a good time, and uh, just good to see them. And they're in uh, they're in finals week, so they're they're busy. Yeah. So I've been uh, I've been sending um, them every day. I try to find another uh, DJ Khaled. You you know you're a genius. You can do it. Come on, another one, another one. Yes, <laughs> you got this. You got this. So uh, no, but they're doing great. They're both doing uh, really well in school. So. I can't complain about that, but other than that, dude, I mean, we had a we had a good break, and uh, it just turns around, just like Christmas is like creeping up so fast mm-hmm. because of the short the shortness of it all. Yeah. So, yeah, lights are up, getting the tree tomorrow, so we're good. We're all good in the hood. Holiday season has kicked off. I got a couple more weeks with you before you pony up and head up Tennessee yeah. town. So, what, Two more weeks. what about you though? What you What about you? What'd you do? Um. Same type of stuff. I mean, you know, we obviously had uh, Thanksgiving here. Uh, fried my first turkey, which went well. Um, <clears throat> didn't burn anything down, so that's a success by itself. Um, but the turkey turned out pretty good, too. Um, the uh, Had a good, you know, big family dinner with my mom and, 
um, her husband and obviously my wife and kid and um, my kid's friend and his parents, um, who my wife's really close with. Um, uh, we, uh, you know, all had a, a, a good Thanksgiving dinner together, um, hung up lights the next day, I think, and then, or, or shortly after. Um, and then uh, we, uh, I, I took the past week off to when, where I haven't really been doing a whole lot of much, just kind of resetting. Um, Kid has gotten into Harry Potter, which is nice. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm not like a huge Harry Potter fan, but I'm definitely enjoying the rewatch um, today. We're, we're we just finished episode or not episode. We we finished um, the second movie um, last night and uh, um, started the third one today. And so whenever uh, my wife was taken home upstairs for bedtime, and uh, I, I uh, she had like you know some dirty laundry of his. And in, in her hand or, or her hands where he'd taken off his um his socks and stuff. And so I'm like I'm reaching for it and she's like, What? And I'm like, Here, just hand it to me. And she hands it to me, I'm like, Master's giving Dobby a sock. <laughs> Master's giving Dobby clothes. Dobby's a free elf. <laughs> Ride that to the grave. Yeah. <laughs> so mm. uh but yeah, it's been good. Um, not not a whole lot going on. Uh, I was planning on going to go just wrapping up Christmas presents, going making sure all the Christmas shopping's done. Um, that's pretty much it. And speaking of Christmas shopping, yeah. Um, yeah. since uh, you know the next episode before the end of the year, we're going to be doing um, probably you know most of, if not all, the episode is uh, for a review of uh, Spider Man uh, No Way Home uh, for our annual gift exchange. We we decided to do that today. Yeah. Um, as well as our top um, best and worst movies of the year um, and uh, um, best and worst TV shows of the year. So um, this will kind of be our annual um, episode. Uh, We'll go over the normal stuff as always, but that'll be our our big kicker at the end of the episode. Um, But if you want to go and kick it off um, and uh, go ahead and open up your present. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. All right. And by the way, it's a big one. It is a big one. There might be more than one thing in there. I don't think it's the monkey butler that I was looking for. <laughs> no, it's not the monkey butler. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but he's very dead now. <laughs> Just add water? Just add, yeah, rehydrate with water and epinephrine. You guys can hear it. This is, I tell you what, I think this is going to open a little bit easier than the packaging from the Imperial Armory. Yeah. That we did. Michael's. Oh. My favorite store. <laughs> yeah, I'm well aware. <laughs> yeah, you, I don't know if you'll need a knife or. No, you got it. Oh, wow. This is an Imperial tape. I can tell you right now. No, it's definitely not. No, it doesn't. This is rebel tape. Yeah, this is, is that dirty rebel scum tape. Oh shit! All right. So there's a there's an unofficial voucher that's all verbally given to help or hang those up for oh, shut you. The fuck up. No way, dude! Seriously? Yeah. Oh man. That's all. We were just talking about this today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is awesome. Dude. All right. So, 
First off, um, I, I prioritize things, and um, my one priority is I do collect pop figures, right? Josh is, his pop figures are displayed beautifully and for all to see. And I put all my crap in, like, the garage because my wife doesn't really give me a space in the house for it. So, it, yeah, that's where it goes. Yeah. Uh, and I've been kicking them. Uh, dude, it's been like a, I've been talking it's about this for like, like a year. year. Yeah. I said, I'm going to get these uh, Funko uh, holder shells. And Josh has now got me two of these, it looks like. Yeah. Two, I, they're oh. about one to get one. Dude, can't. Dude, you don't know how excited I am about this because I just spent <laughs> last weekend reorganizing my shelf and moving my Batman bus well, hey. so that I could then put my kiss figures on the... You don't have to. Now I can put them in these. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Dude, thank you so much. And those are the ones that light up, too. So there's just like a flip uh, switch on the side so you can easily get it with the all broom right, so or what, something. All right, so, okay, so just so you understand that when we're not podcasting, nine times out of ten, we're either A, in the driveway, or B, in my garage. So in my garage, I have a Steeler neon light. Yep. So that gets lit as soon as, like, the beers are cracked. As soon as we're lit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now these will get lit at the same time. Yes. That's fantastic, dude. Thank you so much, dude. I really appreciate that. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, absolutely. You know, these because you know why? These are things, like, I don't like to buy shit for myself. I don't know why. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this, that's perfect. Oh, my gosh. I'm just going to get too. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, no, no, absolutely, man. And like I said, if you want to tell me where to hang those up, like I, I was going to hang those up for you, but I didn't want to put them in, you know, mess with your wall. No, we'll do it in a way that uh, my dad already told me he's getting me another, he's getting me a Jack Lambert jersey to go against with the Jack Ham jersey. Nice. So, so I got to, we'll, we'll move that around. But these, I, I wonder, like I said before, my vision was to run them along the top. Yeah. But I got to be able to get the button, though, so it can't go. I'll figure it. Don't worry. We'll figure that shit yeah. out. But hey, I just bought that new step ladder. Yeah, hey, there you go. There you go. Yeah. All right, let's see what's in this bag. It's the proper bag that Shauna ensured that I had. Oh, okay. For you, yeah. Just feels like a sweater, some sort, or a hoodie, maybe, possibly. Oh, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> so. For, for those of you that can see, and that's everybody except for me and Matt, um, uh, Matt got me a, a 2021 20, uh, Champions uh, 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 like throwover hoodie for uh, the Braves. And, dude, this is awesome. I've been like holding out on getting Brave stuff just based upon what you said about yeah. prints and stuff like that until the new year. And this is, dude, so cool. Yeah. I can't wait to wear that. Cool. I knew you'd like it. I mean, it just screamed. Yeah. It just oh, screamed. Yeah. yeah. So, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> and happy holidays to everyone else. Yeah. So, anything else? Uh, there was um, uh, anything else to go into before we go into uh, other news? No, I don't yeah. think so. I think that's... Uh, that's about all I, I don't know, nothing, nothing else going on with me, dude. That's it. All right, well. To you, man. Uh, so, Josh, have you heard about these other type of podcasts? It's called ASM. ASMR, you mean? 
I'm sorry. It's not ASM. It's not ASM. It's ASMR. Oh, ASMR. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me get a drink of my beverage. Hold on. <sighs> let, me, let me take a puff of my uh, my vaporizer here. Yeah, please. Okay. <sighs> let me uh, have, a, have a little chew here, too. But <laughs> 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 Dude, that is painful. People yeah. do that shit for a long time. Yeah. Okay, well, like we just said, it looks really good though. So it's actually coming out on the thirty first too. So it's gonna it's around the corner, dude. Yeah, yeah, just nine, you know, yeah, three and a half weeks away. That's it. Three and a half weeks weeks away. True. Yeah. Um, I actually thought it was gonna get a little break, dude. Yeah, I thought the uh, there was the appropriation lap maybe was going to happen, but it didn't. So, oh yeah, I had to go back to work. Nice. I told you, I got the, I got a call. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. In the, I mean, so like saying, oh, you know, whatever, there might be a lapse in appropriation or whatever. But of course, they signed the deal, so yeah. we're we're good till I guess till February. So nice. We'll see what so happens. No furloughs. Yeah, no furloughs, dude. I'll be dude. I'll tell you what. The one year that we were furloughed, it was like. From Christmas till the whole month of January, almost. Yeah, and I was like, I didn't complain. Yeah, no, I mean, you'll get paid eventually. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm a kept man. My wife works. I, mean, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just Matt had started to... working out. <laughs> He's already cooking. Yeah, I'm already cooking. Yeah. Cleaning. Yeah. I'm, well, that's another thing too. It's like uh, you know, I'm taking a uh, master class on baking, which yeah. you know. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and I tell you what, it, dude, this masterclass stuff, dude, it is it's all your porn. pumpkin pie was pretty good. Oh well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. that. Was a separate issue, but I'm, I'm right now I've, I've, uh, I've done two types of cookies on this one particular. It's uh, Joanne Chang, who is the baker who owns a place called uh, I think called Flyard, and it's a chain of bakers or whatever. But anyway, she's a very talented uh, baker and um, pastry chef, I should say, really is what she is, and she's taking you through all this gourmet type of cooking processes and. And um, so, I, like, I have a little bit of time in the afternoon, so I try to do something to keep myself motivated and get out of the mindset of my regular right. work because I need a break from that stuff. So I, I do this, and it's actually, it's 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 really cool. So I'm getting ready to move into, um, now I'm past the cookie stage, 
and we're getting into the pie making stage, and then we're going to getting into making uh, like breads and stuff. So nice. We'll see. It's it's been fun so far. But anyways, moving on to other new news other than me taking. Well, I got one. I got one. quick story. Uh-huh. It's, uh huh. It's Brendan Fraser's birthday today. So is happy it? birthday, Brendan Fraser! Oh yeah, absolutely. Our favorite mummy main character. I forget what his name. And, and but did you hear that he's in talks to do a mummy four? Oh, is he? That would yes. be amazing. Yes, he is. And he'd have to lose some weight, but that'd be. I mean, he, he can do it. But. Oh, he can. Oh, he could easily yeah. do it. I mean, come on, dude. Look at it this way. It's like wasn't that the movie that everything kind of happened on though for him, where he got me tooed, like where he was the victim of a me too incident. Oh, he was the victim of me yeah. too. Uh, you know what? I think you're right. There, uh, some, I, I that he was. Yeah. I don't. I, I thought it was that movie, but I, I'm just. That's gonna be really brave of him to come back after facing all that. I don't remember. I don't. See, I. I mean, I vaguely remember that, Josh. And I think it was that. But then again, obviously, the source material may not be in the same hands. Right. With the you yeah. know whoever it was, it was. I mean, it could have been just yeah. directors or producers or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember the exact story, but. Yeah, I don't remember the exact story. But no, I mean, I look at it this way. It's like, I really enjoyed the mummies. Yeah. I did. I oh, yeah, no, I, I I did too. I mean, the, the mummies, not necessarily the, um, what was it, Cobra King or, or Scorpion King? Scorpion King. No, the separate, like the rocks, the second, no, the, that sucked. Yeah, it wasn't it, that good. It wasn't that good. I mean, I like the Scorpion King that went in the presence of, in the mummy mm-hmm. movie, but when they did the yeah, separate the movie, movie, I didn't like the, the separate standalone Scorpion movie. Right, that I didn't care for yeah, that much, no. but I mean, hey, but you know, it got rock on the screen, and obviously, yeah. as one of his earlier works, that was this first? I think. Was it? Yeah, yeah, I think the I think the Mummy was his first. Was it? Well, um, I don't know. I, I I like those movies a lot. I think that they kind of like. I mean, they're Indiana Jones basically, but I mean, I think they're just they're Indiana Jones, but they're different. Right. So it's the same genre, but different, and, yeah. and there's plenty of room in that space, and nobody really plays in that space a lot. Yeah. You know. So, hopefully they uh, they do something with it, but it's, it can't be worse than the Mummy with um, Tom Cruise. Oh God, yeah, that was bad. Well, then again, but that also was more about which never really happened because the we Dark talked, Universe yeah, stuff. We yeah. talked about that; it never really happened. I do like the girl that played. The, well, they're still trying to do it. That's what I mean. They're, they've got the Wolfman movie coming out, and then they've got um, they're doing a Frankenstein movie. Okay. Um, so I mean, it hasn't happened yet. And then I think Invisible Man was part of that, the most recent one. Oh, did you see the other one that's coming out? Mm. It's um, it's it's a vampire. It's not part of that. It's, yeah. it, well, no, it is. It, it might it be, be because it's universal. Yeah. But do you know who's in it? Uh, no. Nick Cage. Oh. He's playing the vampire, which, I, again, I'm not sure. I, I don't. This is like I'm just going off the top of my head because it was, a, it was yeah. a brief article. I just breezed by. I didn't pay a ton of attention to it. Because when I see Nick Cage... Nine yeah. times out of ten, I just think it's going to be one of like you know movie like Pig or the the. Oh, have you seen Pig? No. Oh. Is it good? Oh, I don't know. No, I haven't seen it. I mean, or like the other movie, which we kind of, I didn't dislike, which was the the Wonderland movie or the the uh, Willie's Willie's Wonderland Wonder Park. Or whatever. Oh, dude, I love that movie. Yeah, I mean, he didn't speak in it, but uh, I mean, that was his best work. <laughs> And the thing is, like, we always talk about how Nick Cage is, like, he doesn't care. He just does what he wants to do. And, he, you know, he's, he's been in probably more movies than anybody else ever. But um, this one is actually, like, it's universal. So it's obviously it's a bigger budget. But they also signed Aquafina to this as well. So if they're putting her in this, okay, who is, like, right. 
is, like, is big now, and like you know, yeah, she's, she's Marvel. Yeah, she's getting bigger and bigger, right? And he's, obviously, she's he's starring getting, as Dracula. As, and but I think it's, a, I think the it's, premise, it is part of the Mar, the Universal Monster Universe. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Rainfield. Well, good for him because, but I don't understand the story though because I, something that I read in well, there. What's good that they're using a real vampire to play a vampire? <laughs> True. That dude never ages. He does not. No, no well, hair plugs help. But um, you I think th- so? They really haven't changed that much. Like, dude, his hairline was pretty much shot when he did that uh, that one movie back in the day. Uh, Con Air. No, Eat Well Con Air too. Yeah, but the other one that he did. Um, uh, gone in sixty seconds. No, it was the like. It wasn't a romantic comedy. It was. Uh, oh gosh, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. It's immaterial. But, but um, I think what like the premise they were talking about in that it's the story of a guy who is actually locked into an insane asylum who believes that he is vampire or va- vampiric, yeah, and yeah. then I don't know if he believes or this or Dracula. But he actually is. I don't know. Yeah. I, again, I don't have any idea for sure. I like those types of movies. Yeah, it's, and he plays crazy pretty oh, he, well. He is crazy. So I mean, he yeah. easily plays crazy very well. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I think. All right, we, all right. Let's just real quick. Let's talk about his body of work, right? So, I think Nick Cage is probably his best performance. Period was the one where he was a drunk in Vegas. Oh yeah, Dude. three three hundred miles to Graceland. No, no, no. It was him and Elizabeth Shue. And he literally was, he was, oh, uh, yeah, I remember that one, yeah. Oh, my God, dude, that movie was so disturbing and so good. I mean, I think that really probably was one of his best works. What was the name of the, there's one where he he plays an ambulance driver. Um, Yeah, I remember that one, too. That one's, like, one of my favorites. That's a good one, too. The one I was thinking. Next to Willie's Wonderland. The one I was thinking about that really kicked off his career was Peggy Sue Got Married. I haven't seen that one. No, that, I think that was one of the early, early things he really yeah. did. And that's when, you know, I thought his hair looked a little The silent weird. filmer. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was him, Charlie Chaplin, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the girl from Gone with the Wind. <laughs> oh, Scarlett O'Hara. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Um, but anyways, that's cool, though. So it's like, it's yeah. almost like, it's like he's done all this other stuff because it's just what he wanted to do. And if he's going to be able to get to step back into mainstream, it's like you know, I mean, everyone, everybody's path's different, right? You know what I mean? And I don't, yeah. I don't begrudge anybody. He did. He, you know what? He's happy. He did what the hell he oh, wanted. Oh yeah, to do. yeah. Well, I mean, I would assume he's happy. I don't well, know if I don't, he's actually yeah, yeah. happy. I mean, I don't talk to him anymore. So, I, I mean. <laughs> but uh, no. So that's cool. If that's the case, because if you get him in there and he can do what he has demonstrated, he can do. And that other movie, Pig. You know, I've I've actually heard some decent things about. I want to watch it. I'm I'm actually a pretty big Nicolas Cage fan. I I like Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Well, National Treasure, dude. I love. Those <laughs> oh ones. yeah, I love those. Yeah. Ones. So, I mean, and and Family Man, Family Man was a really good yeah, flick. That's a good one too. Yeah. Um, he's. I mean, he's he's been. I'm fast and or not fast and furious. I'm gone in sixty seconds. Yeah. Better yeah. than Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Well, different. Yeah, different. It's. Yeah. No, I like them both. I like yeah. them both. I, I like them both. But yeah, I think they're a little bit. I mean, I, I think that we talked about. If I like gun to my head, if I had to like, if watch I was told one, to I'd watch, watch one. Gone in sixty seconds, gone in 60 first. seconds. Yeah. yeah, first. But yeah. dude, there's nothing like a. I mean, fast. That's just popcorn movies. That's all. That oh is. Yeah, 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 that's all it is. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I, you know, half of what Nick Cage does is that as well. Well, true. And the other half is you know either 
really good or just right. crap. Yeah, true. It's yeah. either Witcher Man or... <laughs> yeah, Wicker Man. Yeah, Wicker Man. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, Wicker Man. The Bees! Oh, God. That little... The thing is, you know what's really crazy, though? That's a real thing, though. That's not... That wasn't, that wasn't made for the movie. That was, like, shit they did back in the day. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It's like, oh, yeah, like torture or, like, oh, execution yeah. style oh, methods. Oh, that's, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like, you ever... Not, we're not going to go down this hole, but, I mean, like, that's... Well, it reminds me of the thing off of Princess Bride, the machine. Yeah. Off of Princess Bride. Well, the whole Spanish Inquisition, they had some crazy yeah. shit, dude. I mean, you're talking about, like, rats chewing through people and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Insane. The, yeah. Well, that's where the Iron Maiden comes from, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh. No, thanks. The stretching. Mm-hmm. And all the filleting. Yeah. All that, oh, God. Disturbing. Okay, moving on. <laughs> All right, so an- another trailer came out today, um, and I wasn't really sure how I felt about it, but I wanted you to see it, too, to get kind of get your take on it. I think it's it's um, it's called Station Eleven. It's going to be on HBO Max. Um, I'm not sure when it's coming out. I didn't write down the date that it's going to be released, but I think it's obviously coming soon if they're putting out. It's based on a book, um, a an international bestseller, they say, based uh, by a woman named Emily St. John Mandel. Don't never heard of her. No, never, never heard, heard of the book, book or anything. But I think what may be making this more relevant is that the premise is basically that a pandemic has taken place that has actually devastated the earth and has obviously stripped the population down to the bare bones. Right. I don't know if it comes out of some people survive, some don't, or whatever. I don't really understand like what actually the mechanics of it are when it comes to that piece. Right. But it's a time jump, too. It's like you have this period of time where pandemic hits and people are always, in, like, they're kind of, like, in a disbelief situation. And then there's there's young little children that then 20 years later you catch up to see where they're at. Mm-hmm. So you see them in both phases, like, the initial, and then, like, here we are now. Yeah. And it kind of, like like, tries to show you, I think, like how they um, evolve and adapt and try to keep hold of things that you know, a society of the time to be able to keep moving it forward. At, like they show that one scene with a little thing. This is a handheld video game. This is right. a whatever. This little thing or whatever. But then, it, then also there's this other piece where they show in the trailer like people trying to become like kings and queens. Right. You know, like you're getting back into this whole monarchy type of situation where that always happens when there's a vacuum, right? You know right. what I mean? There's always going to be a power struggle, and someone always wants to be the dude. Right. And so I think that, you know, you got this situation. And again, I'm only projecting. I don't know this is yeah. what the movie it's, is. There's, there's very little context yeah. to give you, like, what's actually going on. Right. And like, yeah. Yeah. And it looks like you got this monarchy system coming up, and then you have obviously a rebellion. Situation against the monarchy against, the, against that type of thing, and of course, the guy that looks like he's leading the rebellion is an Irish guy, mm-hmm. and again, in twenty years, hasn't lost his accent. So, <laughs> so <laughs> he's still he's still out of my. So, anyways, I don't know. I, I kind of thought it was. It looked interesting. It looked a little bit unique. Has he got like a a cache of just you know charms at this place he he man and every time that somebody comes over and like tries to steal stuff he's like they always have to meet like you charms <laughs> you know what <laughs> you hit the button for yourself you went full retard man <laughs> never go full retard thank you yeah no, i probably deserve that <laughs> yeah you did funny but you deserved yeah. it 
So, I mean, what did you what did you glean from? I just like the context yeah. of. It. I think it's a little bit a little bit fresher, a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very um, obviously, you know, there it's it's a really well done post apocalyptic type of world setting. Um, I mean, the casting is great in it. Um, but I mean, I, I didn't really gleam anything too much about like storyline or anything like that, other than what you said. You know, obviously there are these elements that are going on. We really don't know, you know, what um, unless you've read the book. Probably you, you don't know what what actually um, right. yeah. is, is truly going on there. But um, uh, you know, I mean, it looks good. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have really any strong feelings on it either way at this moment. Um, I'm excited for it now. Um, I'll definitely be watching it. Um, run, reminds me of uh, uh, what's the other HBO project they're working on um, with the um, that was the play the PlayStation um, not Life is Strange. What was the the other one with the girl and the guy um, and they're like in a post apocalyptic type of thing um, and she's the uh, I don't want to give any spoilers away before. Um, Oh, God, what's it called? There, anyways, there's another video game property that they're working on over HBO. Um, that's very popular, and uh, um, and we've talked about it on the show, but um, reminds, reminds me a lot of that. I don't know. I okay. I can't. I went in a long circle to to get nowhere. Yeah, that's fine. We do that. Yeah, and even if we did come with them, we wouldn't know who they were. Mm. So doesn't matter. Nope. Nope. Wouldn't have a clue. Anyways, it's coming out. We'll see what happens. Um, Mackenzie Davis and uh, the Patels in it. There's some. There's some good people in it. So and the the guy from Punisher uh-huh. wasn't he the the guy over in the main guy? Yep, I think so. Yeah, yep. So, anywho, there you go. All right. So my next one, which I really, dude, I am so excited about this because um, Peacemaker. So yeah. the trailer for Peacemaker, there's been there's a couple trailers act, actually out there, and um, again, guns involved hyperly right. with this, which I love, and again we we talked about Peacemaker and how we they take a, they took a character that was so one dimensional. I mean, literally, Peacemaker is such a one dimensional char- character in the comic books, right? Mm-hmm. And it, and he speaks exactly to what he is. I mean, he's like at. at, at no matter what the cost, you know what I mean. It's it's about what is what he what is his belief of being what is right, you know, and right. and it's just such a driven individual. He there's there's no gray, you know, for for him to be altruistic in a sense that you know he could literally. It doesn't matter how many people die if it's for the good, right? You know, and he has that type of mindset. But I think in this one they're humanizing him. I really like that approach, but they're also doing humanizing him through some comedic pieces that I think are quite funny. And honest to God, I think this is the role for John Cena. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he. I mean, he, he played best. the role fantastic in, in Suicide oh, Squad. Absolutely outstanding. I yeah. think that this is gonna. This could change his his trajectory when it comes to movies. Yeah, it's got and, a really good supporting cast in mm-hmm, it. Um, mm-hmm. It's got the the girl from Orange is the New Black in there, mm-hmm. who's kind uh, of like the his right hand man, like intern yeah, type of thing. Right. Exactly. Um, I like his her a lot dad. I forget who's the name of the actor, but I mean, he's been been Terminator. Um, and And he was the T2. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, uh, you know, he, the, he plays like an angry type of, I'm assuming that, um, he, he has his flag upside down, which is, you know, 
signifying that America's in trouble um, type of thing. But um, the uh, it, it looks really, really good. And, of course, it's James Gunn, so we're all going to watch it, and it's it's going to be good. Like yeah. it's, it, But, you know, the question is, does it live up to expectations of Guardians of the Galaxy? That James Gunn's already set, yeah, you know. True. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's always a challenge because I mean, that's such a dude, that bar is so high. Yeah, it's it's just really tough to reach. But the the couple things I, I gleaned from the trailer and as we were watching, and I said to you, I said that's critical right there, is when um, in the one scene he's he's trained in on the sniper rifle, and he's getting the go sign from, from whoever the the voice in his head or yeah, yeah the, the guy on the mic, yeah, the, whoever it is, and. Um, I forget the guy's name, but anyways, he's trained in, and there's children there. And Peacemaker before, children wouldn't have mattered because, again, it was only yeah, it was, about it was the good the good. Yeah, it was a yeah. job, right? And you take that guy out because yeah. that guy is bad. And if someone else gets hurt, it doesn't matter because you've eliminated the bigger threat. Good so, soldiers follow orders. Yeah, exactly. And he, he, that's when you start to, like, like, you're starting to see an evolution of a character which I think is so cool that they've taken this character who's had no relevance in comics for years right. and bringing him to a point of evolution and, and take him further. And that goes back to the Suicide Squad where he's taken those type of characters and made them relevant. Polka Dot Man, that's the right. big one. You know, Rat Girl, King, yeah. or Rat Boy, King, or, yeah, King, King Rat, Rat yeah. or Rat King, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. So you take in these types of characters and, you, and he's added relevance to them and he's actually given them, I think, a space to be able to grow and become a lot more. Um, there's he's adding a lot more depth. And right, I right, think yeah. that's so cool. And I think that's what this this is going to be a, more of a character study. But oh it's gonna yeah, be, it's going to be a fun, oh, it's going to be a fun ride. I think it's going to be great. Speaking of obscure characters, yeah. it looks like we're getting um, uh, Kite Man in it. And I know you didn't yeah. know who Kite Man was. This is that's him. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> Oh, he he literally has like a yeah. Kite he has on the he back. literally has like a, a kite on his back, like a hand glider. Yeah, he was on. He's on the uh, the Harley Quinn uh, cartoon. Nice. That's uh, here, here's a better picture of the kite. Oh, nice. But yeah, he has okay. no superpowers. Just just <laughs> has a kite. Well, Peacemaker just is really good yeah, shot and strong. Really good shot. <laughs> that's pretty funny. And see, that's the thing, though, right? So. He's bringing this guy in. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously this is not about Kite Man, but, I mean, yeah, he's yeah, bringing yeah. Kite Man in. And from what you can see, Kite Man looks a little bit better than what he does and what you were just showing right. me from his, you know. So, I, I don't know. I like it. It has, uh, like, uh, what, Harcourt, um, Vigilante, and a couple other obscure characters, characters in yeah. it. So, it's like, cool, man. You know what, Gun? You pick that scrap heap, baby, and you oh, do. Yeah, yeah. yeah do I mean, it, that's what he's great at. He's great yeah, at like you know, personalizing characters that nobody's ever heard of. Well, and hey, dude, Guardians of the Galaxy, like I said, that's, a thousand times, picture perfect it, example, picture perfect example, man. How it was just a piece of junk property. He well, it wasn't a piece of junk, but I mean, it was it was very obscure, obscure and not good. Yeah. It, okay, I shouldn't say not good. It was. Average at best. Yeah, there's definitely some worse Marvel. Oh, there's all oh, there's way worse. Yeah. And you know what? That would be Marvel good. Boy. Once they do Marvel Boy, I'll stop watching them. <laughs> He's gonna be in the new Spider Man. Oh, dude! That would... <laughs> if they take out Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield and instead decide to introduce Marvel Boy, 
Who do you think punches Lizard Man? <laughs> it's Marvel Boy. It's Marvel Boy. <laughs> he transported from another dimension. It was. Uh, it's it. It, the artwork in it is least good, and the the it's um what's his name the same. Oh, he's he's a famous um, comic book writer. Um, <clears throat> he does like really trippy type of stuff. Um, oh, you're talking about um, Grant? Yeah, yeah Grant, Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison. It's a Grant Morrison um, run that yeah. they did uh, Marvel Boy in. Dude. The, uh, and, but, and the, I'm not going to go down this road too long, but the, right. the Batman Grant Morrison stuff. Oh, fantastic. Good, yeah. trippy as hell, dude. Yeah, yeah this one's kind of the same way, but it's it's very campy in the same sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it just doesn't work for for an, that character. Right, exactly. I'll tell you, borrow them sometime. They're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you have to read them. They're horrible. Well, well, then Hulk. Here, smell this. Yeah, <laughs> it smells like shit. Exactly. Smell this. Dude, this smells awful. Smell it. <laughs> Sometimes though, it's it's just like you have to sit through things to say you did it. Like we all have to say we watched a Star Wars special because we would do. Yeah. Right? You have to watch it mm-hmm. and then pretend like you've watched it numerous times. Mm-hmm. But uh, or memorize Chewie's son's name. <laughs> True, but uh, but it trying to explain that loophole, Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Filoni. Or, Filoni has a theory. Yeah, Filoni's got it all worked out. <laughs> There's going to be a whole Marvel comic book line called Little Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Little Hairy Bastard. And uh, so, but anyways, I, I love it. I think it looks so good. And I'm so happy that to see uh, Cena do something other than like his uh, Smoke Jumper movie and some of the. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I thought he was entertaining in the dad movie. There or the, uh, um, uh, what was it? Um, not, um, no, oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But anyways, I think this is gonna. This is gonna be who. Daddy's home. Was that what you're thinking? Of? I think it, was he in Daddy's home? No, he wasn't in Daddy's home. It was um, that was Mark Wahlberg. Oh uh, no, no, there was a like a cameo or something. That I thought he was in. Yeah, you're right. He's the brother, right? I think so. Yeah, he's in that movie. That's right. But he, I mean, it was not. Just didn't playing I mean, with fire, um, blockers, bumblebee, the marine, um, daddy's home, daddy's home. That's so. So I was right. So it was daddy's home. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's been he's been in surprisingly a lot of movies. Like yeah, like, but that's the whole point. But the thing is, like he's been in a lot of movies, but, but his acting has been horrible. But I mean, like until, what's I mean outside of like what did he lead though? He obviously was leading the marine. The marine. The rest of them, he was more the survivor. Survivor, which who saw that? Uh, no one. Um, yeah, uh, re- reunion. He was a lead in. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But don't get me wrong. I think it's like he's been testing his chops, working his chops, and. I think this is he's what, definitely improving. He's oh, he's getting this is this is going to be good. So that's coming out on. How can you not remember Scooby Doo and WrestleMania WWE uh, mashup? You know what? That's that's an annual watch for me. <laughs> so. 
All right, I mean to throw you off track. That's all right. That's a big deal. Hey, so anyways, that's coming out uh, January thirteenth. So it's gonna, it's it's almost done. Yeah. I, I don't think it's a big run. I think it's only six episodes. I'm not positive. I think it's a short one. Yeah. So, but hey, we're getting something. So I'll be happy with it with DC. So they they seem to do a lot better with DC on TV than they do in the theater. Yeah. So we'll see. Bringing us to another trailer that I thought was outstanding and I'm a big, huge fan of, um, is uh, Jack Reacher. So um, Jack Reacher is um, a series of, there's multiple books um, for Jack Reacher, and I probably have listened. There's two movies. Yeah, there's two movies. Well, there's three movies. No, two. There's two yeah, movies. Yeah, I was about to say, there's And this two. is the third. This mm-hmm. is the third iteration of him on screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Separate so from those yeah, two separate movies. From, yeah, Tom Cruise played Reacher. The two movies, yeah. Which, okay, so... Having read some of the books and listened to a lot of the books, right? Um, Tom Cruise did a great job portraying Reacher. Mm-hmm. Like I think his acting was fine yeah. for the character. Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't imagine him not, as that guy. It's though. not. It's not him. No. Yeah. It's yeah. just not. I completely agree. Yeah, it's just not. And it's like it's not a knock on on Cruise because to be honest with you, I mean I think he's a weird dude, but his but, movies are good. Yeah, his movies are good. Yeah, I mean like his, I mean I watch work is really good too. I'll watch Mission Impossible. I'll watch all of them because they're all good. Mm-hmm. And do you hear he's working on the latest um, yeah. stunt for the newest or for the next Mission Impossible yeah. series? Where he's yeah. going to do, he's going to be in the pilot seat of a um, I forget what plane it is, but a jet of some sort, and he's doing a, a, a nose dive, and he's crawling out of the pilot cockpit onto the wing or something like that. It's insane. Really? Did yeah. he buzz the tower? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I, I don't think there's a tower near enough to buzz. Um, but no, I mean, like I said, obviously Tom Cruise is always he's a good actor. So I mean, I, I didn't discount the performance of it, and I think that they stayed true to the nature of the character, but just the screen presence of what you would expect to see wasn't there. Right. And and I think that this guy, who is um, what's his name, Alan uh, Richardson, Richardson. He plays Hawk in Hawk and, uh, Teen Titans. Teen Titans, yeah. yeah. Or Titans. Titans. So he, I like the guy. I think he's, like, he's, he definitely, he's, like, once I saw the trailer, I never, like, seeing him as Hawk, I li- I love him as Hawk. I think he's, a, I mean, he's a great Hawk. But I never really thought about seeing him as a, as Reacher. But when they saw the trailer, I'm like, God, he's such a good pick. He's such a good pick. You know what I mean? He's, yeah. like, he is literally what you... For me, like from the page when you read it, and then to like if I was gonna like oh put somebody in it, I, that's a guy that works. Oh really, yeah, yeah, really, 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 really well. well. Yeah, yeah, he's got he's got the right type of build for it. Most oh definitely. yeah, the guys. He guys looks like a ripped. team member. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, was that the one that was commenting on the uh, the the detectives? Do you remember? Uh, there were there's one with two detectives, a black girl. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Asian um, lady and the black dude. Well, there was a white, there was a white guy. Oh, white guy. Yeah, and uh, I don't see color, Josh. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah, he that that dude was uh, on um, Ready to Rumble, uh, opposite of uh, David Arquette. Um, that's right. Fantastic, dude, forgotten dude, movie. How did you pick, dude? That's so old too. Oh, dude, <laughs> dude that that movie is amazing. <laughs> I know, but that's so old. Dude, that's that's, that's right, right up there. <laughs> that's right up there with me with uh, Saving Silverman. Like those two are like both neck and neck. I absolutely love both of those movies. <laughs> I completely forgot about that movie. I have. Oh, I it's great. 
The, the whatever David Arquette like goes and wrestles the yeah. the uh-huh. uh, WWE girl like in, in like her trailer or whatever, and he rides back home to his dad. Dad, I think I lost my virginity. <laughs> <laughs> I am a man now. <laughs> oh, outstanding! It's so funny where we, where where we can go from what we're yeah. talking about one thing. But oh, yeah, like uh, I, I haven't seen that dude in like ages and anything, and like yeah. I saw him and I'm like, finally, finally, he's, he's getting the recognition he deserves. That's right. It, it, <laughs> on an Amazon Prime show, he's only really been good. on forty five <laughs> different casting calls, <laughs> and after doing forty extras, he's finally going to roll. No, I mean. Um, they don't. They don't. They don't focus too much on those two. But I mean, hopefully that's going to be like kind of a nice little duo to break things up. But um, the Reacher thing too. What I always liked about these books and, and stuff too is that like he always walks that line, right? Because he's always on the edge. He's always in a situation where he's like, you know, he he still he's not in the military anymore, but he still lives in the military. So right. He still. Yeah, he still. He has buddies in the military right. that always help him out. You know what I mean? And yeah. they. You know, or it's a military crime, and all of a sudden, you know, even though he like the government will find a way to leverage something against him, so then he has to go figure it out because they can't do it, right? You know, and it's like there's always something that's like hanging over his head. And the thing about Jack Reacher is like he's a complete nomad, right? So he literally rolls around with basically a toothbrush in his back pocket. He always has a toothbrush. Mm-hmm. That's his big thing. And I'll be, I'll be interested to see if they do this in the TV show. Yeah. That's one of the big things he always does. He has a toothbrush. His passport. And, and yeah, and his whatever. And like a very like small go bag. You know what right. I mean? There's like nothing in it. Oh, he yeah. wears the same clothes all the time. Yep. You know, it's literally the same thing. And like, he doesn't change clothes or whatever. It's like, I don't know. It's just, he's an interesting, he's a very interesting character. So, I'm looking so forward to this. I'm so glad that they're doing this, and this is uh, this is coming out soon too. I don't have, I don't know why I didn't write a date down for it, but I should have. But um, I think it was February. Is it February? Yeah, you're probably right. Um, check it out though, dude. I I really I I can't wait for that. I like I put that up there with. Um, here's another one I've been waiting for too, Josh. I put this kind of up there. Like, hopefully, it's going to have more of a like a Jack Ryan feel to it a little bit too. I can't. When's the next Jack Ryan coming, dude? I don't know. <sighs> It's been a while. It's been, been a hot minute. It's been at least a year. Yeah. The thing is, when that comes out, dude, I burn through that so quick. Yeah. It's like, dude, I don't, I, I don't care. Like, you know what? What, what else is John doing? They're not doing an office reunion. He can just keep doing these, right? Hopefully, but, he's working on stuff with Marvel. Well, oh, oh, touche. Yeah, you are correct, sir. But, Hopefully. In, but in his downtime, he should only be doing Jack Ryan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're not allowed to do any quiet place. No more directing movies. No, no, you have no, to play no. Jack Ryan and Mr. Fantastic. Those yeah. are the only two of the roles that yes. you're allowed to do first for off, the next 10 years. How much directing if there's no no dialogue? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it directs itself. All right. <laughs> Look scared. Now run. You're perfect. Cut, print. Look scared. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> Call me when we're done. So I actually didn't see the quiet places right right off the bat. Sean, I saw the first one. Yeah, I saw the first one in theaters. I haven't seen the second one still. Um, I saw so I didn't see the first one, but I saw the second one. Yeah, it's good. I, oh yeah, yeah, they're yeah. really good. They're they're really. I mean, it's it is very it is it's, it is a yeah. really good movie. He's got really good directing chops. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, all I know is that his ass better stay on Jack Ryan because now he is Jack Ryan for me. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't want anybody yeah, can't else. Replace him. No, I don't want anybody else in Jack Ryan. I don't know. That's it. He's no longer 
the paper guy from Dunder Mifflin. He is no. Jack Ryan to me. So no longer Jim. No He's longer, now Jack. He is Jack. No Jim. That's right. So, anyways, Reacher, check it out. Next thing I wanted to talk about. This is uh, I got one. Well, two more things, and, and then we'll probably move on, and then get to their main topic. We're going to talk about the the TV shows and movies and stuff. Um, the Halo Halo Infinite Infinite trailer came out. It's a game trailer, but it's live action. Mm-hmm. And, um, dude, this trailer was, I don't know, I, I felt it, I, 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 it was amazing to me. I thought it, like, it really was, um, I, I was thinking more like a movie trailer than it was a game trailer. Game trailer, yeah. I think or like a, a per, like an HBO series yeah, type of trailer. something like that. And it's like, I, I mean, I'm kind of struggling with why would you, I can see and understand how it could work, but... Well, I don't think it actually has anything to do with the game. I think it's just more of like speaking to who Master Chief is. You've got all these but people no, throughout is, history. But it is the game, though. I mean, they're saying that that's what it is, though. I mean, this is a trailer for the game. It's a trailer for the game, right. right. But I'm just saying, like, I don't think the trailer has anything contextually to do with the game. Okay, but... Other than being an advertisement for the game. Well, like, storyline-wise, it's okay. not any, all right. anything. I, and, and I get it. Right. But besides that, right... Just the production value. Of oh this. yeah, yeah. It's incredible. It's a great trailer, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Xbox true. is hurting, dude. Xbox is hurting bad. Well, they're hanging their hat on this because this is just coming out in December. Yeah, they have they have like almost no good um, uh, properties properties that are that that are solo to the home right now. Right. Well, I I told you before the only reason I kept two systems for the longest time was Halo, Halo, Uncharted. Mm-hmm. If there was no Uncharted, I probably maybe would have stayed with Xbox. Yeah. But the thing is, then obviously having both, obvious PS4, PS, PlayStation brought a lot yeah. more titles right. eventually. But there's a period of time. And now, where, you know, Sony's PlayStation's buying up uh, oh, yeah. developer companies like oh, crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, so, so I mean, they're obviously positioning themselves. And that's why you can't get a PS4. You could probably get an Xbox a little easier. Uh, yeah, probably. Then you can't get a, a, a PlayStation. PS5. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean,. Um, you know, some of us have them. Some, yes. the rest of the some re- of us do. And some of some glorious. of us peasants in the neighborhood do not. <laughs> so you can come over anytime and play, Matt. <laughs> I'm gonna go touch it right now. I'll be right back. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I think it. I think it probably has a lot to do with the um, the Halo um, series that's coming out too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, and and I, I think that. That may have something to do with them choosing to do. I mean, we, we saw two live action trailers for the game, so yeah, it's uh, you know, I don't know if it was it was hey, we've got you know these people here and and the cameras and you know all that stuff already, so let's just go ahead and shoot this thing for the game as well, or what, what was going on with that? But. Dude, but Master Chief looked bad. Oh yeah, freaking ass, dude. Yeah. I mean, dude, super ass cool. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's even the like the jump and everything else, and him going through. Oh, yeah, dude. Mm, mm, mm. And the Space Marines rescuing the one guy out, mm-hmm. and then Fireman carrying him away from the explosion and stuff, dude. I don't know. I love. I love. I love the Halo. I lo- that is probably up there with Uncharted with me as far as favorite oh, games. Yeah. I mean, I, I I've never owned an Xbox and I played the shit out of Halo. Oh, loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Um. Yeah, no, it looks really... It, it does remind me a lot of um, PlayStation did around PS3 time period, like um, 2008, 2009. Um, they were doing these commercials with uh, this actor that was posing as the CEO, 
um, at the time, and he was uh, like, there were just these short commercials where he would be talking about video game, like different video games and stuff like that, but like around the atmosphere of the video games. Um, it reminds, reminds me a little bit of that. Um, but, you know, just as a comparison, like it's not, I don't think it's the first time they've used live action film or live action um, footage to be able to advertise for video games. But Yeah. Yeah, the whole video game, the whole video game culture and the whole video game wars and stuff earlier, like, you know, years ago were really interesting. There's a podcast I listened to called Business Wars, mm-hmm. and there was one that they did on there with how Nintendo... And Sega. And it was battling in Sega, mm-hmm. and obviously uh, Sony is an upstart at the time and everything. Yeah. It, it is a, like, again, I mean, it's... it's if you're a video game guy, you would appreciate this. I mean, don't look at it from, like, it definitely has a business edge to it. I mean, that's what it's about. I mean, how they gain market share, how they do these different things, and how they were handling their launches and all that type of stuff. But it is so cool to 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 kind of get a sense of the, you know, the struggles to that these people went through. And not just, and they, and they follow this one guy for Nintendo who was developing a lot of stuff and all that kind of everything, and they, they follow, like, through his lens to a degree. And it's really fascinating because it's like you learn so much more about that industry than just putting a cartridge in a game or putting a mm-hmm. disc in a game. You know what I mean? It was a really good documentary yeah. and a book um, by a journalist called uh, uh, Console Wars as yeah. well. Yeah. It's, it's really good. That mm-hmm. kind of goes behind the scenes on that type yeah. of stuff. Same thing, right? Yeah. And the thing is, like, back in the day, there was, like, other ones. Like, the Turbo Graphics was out. And, I mean, right, that's, yeah. like, I, I messed up big time, and I went on the Turbo Graphics the realm. Power Glove. Oh, well, the Nintendo, the Nintendo Power Glove. I mean, come on. Yeah. How could you pass that bad boy up? Yeah, I mean, I, I had the I had the Nintendo 8-bit. Have that, a friend that had one. <laughs> and to be honest with you, that's, like, better than having it yourself because it's, like, the, you well, know. I mean, it sucked, it, it's, more like, it's more like having a friend that has a boat. You can go over and play with it, but then you don't have to deal with it. Right. Because the thing never really fucking worked. No, no. You know, ever. So, but um, I remember the um, the 8-bit Nintendo, and it came out too. And I was, um, I had one, but my mom was getting one for my sister for Christmas. And it was the first year that they came out with Rob, who was the robotic operation mm-hmm. buddy. Yeah. And the little dude with like a little spinning top thing, and then mm-hmm. he would move over and do this type of stuff. And, of course... I said, you got to get this one. <laughs> All right. Biggest waste of money in the world. Yeah. I mean, now, don't get me wrong. He's, a, I think, I think he is a Smash Bros. character. Yeah, he's a Smash Bros. Yeah. character now. And uh, so, yeah. I remember I had the, uh, I had the run mat. <laughs> to where, you know, with the, the Olympics game, uh, <laughs> I would, you know, you go and run uh, yeah. on the mat. Yep. Oh, God. Oh, games have come so much further. Mm-hmm. I remember actually purchasing, because um, the biggest thing when I was in college, she was playing video games, it was always about, you know, how far the cable would go from the yeah. from the unit to the couch. Yeah, so whatever, you're sitting yeah. four feet in front of the TV. Exactly. So then it was like you'd have to scooch the couch up or you'd have to move the TV up yeah. or whatever it is. So I, I was like, you know, fine. I was, I was Nintendo a, as far as the cable reached from the TV to the yeah, Nintendo. So I, was always, I was always a huge gamer. Always. Always have been. Always will be. And so they came out with, like, the first wireless remote thing. Right. Right? And you had to get this unit. You plugged it into the system, sat it on top, and then your controller had – and the thing is, it was, like, it was so old school. You probably know whatever frequency they were probably using. It was, like, so generic. But it was, like, the, like a little red light here, yeah. a little red light there. Like RFID type of thing. It was, like – and the whole point is, like – Infrared. 
in order to do it, you had to hold it completely straight. Yeah. Like, literally, and have, like, if you moved it slightly. Yeah. So, I'm trying to play Tech Mobile, right? Yeah. And I'm, like, and I'm, like, he's running, and I'm, like, moving, and I turn turn it, and then he just, like, turns and stops and goes straight up. I'm like, what the <laughs> So, needless to say, I wasted money on those. But, uh, anyhow, I digress. So, uh so that's that's about all I got on that, and then um, so anyways, uh, looking forward to it. We'll see what happens. I'm not, I, I'm not going to go buy a system just to play this. I'll tell you that right now. But right, but we'll see how it goes. Um, the last thing I want to talk about in the new news category, not new news really, but because it's been out for three weeks, but the third episode just dropped though, is uh, is Hawkeye. Yeah. <clears throat> I am, um, I'm in love, dude. Dude, yeah, I, it, it is. It is becoming my favorite Marvel, um, Disney Plus series. Yeah, I hope. I just think there's they perfect. Oh yeah, perfect. She's perfect. Yeah. Oh yeah, the girl that plays uh, hope, Kate Bishop. Or I mean, yeah, Kate. Yes, I said hope, yeah. not hope. Kate. Yeah, not hope. Van Dyme. No, Kate. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, she's awesome. I love her. She's yeah, really she's good. really good. Yeah. And, and Echo, they introduced Echo. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get too much into the, in case you haven't seen it yet, don't do spoilers, but fantastic. Dude. Okay. Oh, I do want to do like. I got some things I want. Can we talk about this a little bit? Because I want to get in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, Okay. So, um, two things. One is they changed the backstory for Echo, mm-hmm. which I'm not completely upset about because they, they alluded. Well, so far, what we know well, is that yeah. they changed the backstory. Well, they did. I think there's, I think there's could be. A chance that, that was the uh, the person that died was her uncle. Was no the person that died was her father. No, it was her uncle. No, it was her father. I, he was talking I, I about. I thought it was her father too. However, was, but he he kept on mentioning an uncle, but that was off screen, and that was whoever put her his hand on her and then chuckled. The big fat guy, which was obviously Wilson Fisk. Yeah, yeah, that's Fisk, right? But yeah. the guy that was like talking to her and putting her to bed. I thought that that was no, her that was uncle. her father. Okay, well yeah. then they're not off base then. No, no, no. but, but the variance, the, 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 the variance is, is that that Fisk doesn't kill doesn't kill as far as we know didn't kill her father. I mean, obviously it was somebody. It was either Ronan or somebody dressed as Ronan that killed her father. But I think it could have been the latter. In that, I'm hope I'm holding reservation, thinking that it could have been the latter of that that they used. That you think Fisk used someone as Ronan? Either used too. Ronan or used somebody that was dressed like Ronan based upon his... See, that's the thing about Ronan, though. So many people have worn that, put that suit right. on. Right, or it could know. have been the previous Ronan, right? True. Could have been. Could have been. But in the in the book, though, it's Fisk kills the guy himself. Yeah, Phil, Fisk kills the guy. Yeah. So, I don't know. I um, Regardless, I think they did a really nice job of... Bringing Echo to the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, dude, yeah. Even even the symbology, like like I mean, obviously spoilers, but um, yeah, I know we, what you're gonna say. Yeah. I know what you're gonna <laughs> but say. But whenever they put, whenever he put his bloody hand yes. on our cheek, yes, I thought the like, same and, thing, dude. Like picture perfect. Yeah. Uh, as far as like what we see within the 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 comics yeah. on her, and uh, dude, she's a great character. Yeah. I cannot wait to see more of her, and she's getting her own show. And too. she should. Yeah. Now the question I have though is what was the what was the purpose of giving her a prosthetic leg? Yeah, I I, I don't know the story behind that. Yeah, unless the actress, I mean, I don't know. No, the she actress. she the actress, she is deaf. 
Well, yeah, but I but don't know if the actress not, doesn't have is, is an amputee or anything. I don't know. Is she? I don't know. I don't, I don't remember in the comics her being an amputee. She's not. Yeah. No, I know she's not. So, I mean, it's like. I don't know. There may be. I'm sure there's a story. There's a reason why. But, you know, we'll find out. I don't know. Yeah, if there's not. I mean, it doesn't take anything away from her character, right? It just no, makes she, her character no, to me, it's badass. like, I mean, they showed you she had a prosthetic leg, but it doesn't, like, when she fights people, it makes no difference, except when he tries to whack her with the bow or uh, something mm-hmm. and it shatters. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, shit, that's not a leg. But, uh, dude, i got to tell you what, though. So, the way that uh, Hawkeye's been pulled back into Hawkeye, outstanding. You know what I mean? I think it's just so classic. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, he wants to be done with it. He's a family man, dude. Yeah, he, he just wants, wants to be done with it. He's got the he's got the integrity yeah. to, um, to to not, you know, hang up the mantle if he if he doesn't, if he if he's needed mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. He's got, and I love he's got how, integrity. Integrity. I love how she said you need a new costume. <laughs> Yeah. True. True. The original the Hawkeye. Hawkeye costume with an H. <laughs> the top. Well, there was a deleted scene during the LARPing, or there was a deleted cut from the LARPing scene um, that had somebody in the old Hawkeye costume, like that was an archer. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that would have been cool. Yeah. Speaking of the uh, the LARPing scene, yeah. Andrea works with uh, one of the the actresses that, yeah. or worked with one of the actresses that's in that LARPing scene back where we lived in um, in Middle Georgia. Whenever I was enlisted, she worked over at a Marco's Pizza, yeah. and uh, she worked with the the girl behind the register uh, or the behind the counter over at the uh, the LARPing scene. Yeah. And this is her first, uh, you know, uh, uh, major project. So congratulations to her. Yeah, absolutely. Um, she's been you know an actress or, or you know an aspiring actress since we we left uh, um, uh, you know Middle Georgia. So. Um, uh, and she's, you know, well due for this. Yeah, good for but her. She did a good job. Good for her. But getting back to the premise of the, of the whole Hawkeye story right now, too. Right. Dude, it's so captivating, and it's like it's it's capturing all those key components I think are so great with the tracksuit guys and all that type of stuff and this whole, this whole situation. And then, again, again, like we haven't even touched on him, but having the swordsman. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, and then they'll switch this up enough to where it feels familiar. But, uh, in uh, you know, within the comics, um, uh, Kate's mother dies, and Kate's father um, is the is, is the one that's left. Um, but uh, with with her mother being in the picture, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of questions to whether she could be Madame Mask or something along those lines, and she could be the real bad. Of the, uh, the the season, I think there's a very good possibility. I think that that's a very good astute. I was going to bring it up. That's very good because I think you're right. I think yeah. you're right. I do think you're right, and I think that there's that's, definitely something else going on with her. Yeah, and and obviously, no, I agree. I think that you're on point with that, and we'll see what happens. But yeah. I agree with you. I think it's yeah, right. there. It's it's too on the nose for for the swordsman to be the the big bad, or for yeah. you know, he's never is the big bad. No. He's always around the big bads, yeah, or, or doing whatever. He's the he's henchman, do. the henchman. He, exactly, he's a henchman. He's a very good henchman. Yeah, he's a henchman. He's the right hand henchman. Exactly. He's your a first mate. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I agree. I agree with your assessment, and I think that was something I actually had written down to, to bring up and see what you thought about that. So. Right. So no, I, I completely agree with you on that. But I do think that um, I love. I think that uh, like, like again, 
Hawkeye is doing such a, I don't know, I just like his character. I like him. I like his bravado. I like his, his the way he carries himself. And, and, you know, it's like, even though he's not Hawkeye, he's Hawkeye. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like, it's so cool. But then again, what I like too, it's like, you know, now he's also Hawkeye with like having a hearing issue. Yeah. So it's like it makes him more personable to a degree, you know what I mean, more relatable to a degree. But um, he's obviously much more relatable, obviously, because they delve more into his family and all that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that that scene with whenever his kid calls and uh, Kate's having to do, you know, um, translate for him, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's just so touching. Oh Um, yeah, that's as a dad, you know, I and and being in that type of situation to where you know had to travel for work and had to miss things and stuff oh, yeah. like that is, uh, um, is, is really touching. It, it definitely provides a lot for the character. Oh, I agree. I agree. I still think one of my favorite parts of the whole thing is like when, when they're like Kate and Clint come together at the first time and she says, you're Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I just think that's so good. It's such a great little quippy scene, dude, dude, when she texted him when they were sitting on the stoop and said, Oh, Hawkeye, how about Hawk Ear? <laughs> like that. He said, And you're blocked <laughs> on his flip phone. <laughs> so I like her. I, I really, I, I hope that, that they continue with her. Oh, they definitely will. I and think that, you know, there was a, there was a, uh, a press junket with um, her. Um, uh, for the uh, for the premiere of Hawkeye, I believe it was, and uh, a reporter asked her if they were going to be doing um, uh, Young Avengers, um, and she just like kind of looks over to uh, Kevin oh, Feige right. as if she's like looking for permission to talk about it, and he just gives her like "I can kill you," and nobody would say anything type of look. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, so I, I think she's definitely going to be around um, more. I, I think that, yeah. you know, she's going to be the main character. Yeah, I tell you what, you know what? She's strong enough to hold it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, let's well, I think I think we'll probably get I think we'll probably well, get Spidey leading that team. Yeah, we'll get, we'll, hope, well, with Spidey, though. I think I mean, we'll, I think I mean, we'll get I mean, what, Tom Holland, Spidey. I mean, what actor? Tom Holland. Well, and then, great, because those two together yeah. would be magical. Yeah. I think that she would play off anybody so well. Yeah, and she's her own character, so I don't know. I like her a lot. I think she's really strong, and I really like the other thing I really liked with this too is like you really, and and, and it's intentional to a degree. If you don't know already, um, how important you know Clint's relationship with the Black Widow was, you know, and and like how that comes up from time to time, mm-hmm. you know, and he brings those pieces up, and it is like it, again just reinforces. It's like Sometimes, you, like, if you watch the movies, you maybe not always catch all that type of stuff, you know right. what I mean? But it's there. I mean, right. obviously, you have the one scene, which, of course, is very, very cinematic right. with those two. But the other thing is, too, is, like, there's a lot there. There's a lot more, you know what I mean? It's not a romantic relationship, per no. se. But yeah, it's it like a like, partnership. It, it is just, like, these two guys, yeah. two regular people that don't right. have special powers, but just badasses. Right. You know, and they were just ahead of each other. Oh, that's that may be. Uh, uh, there, I know within the comics, Black Widow had a version of the Super Soldier Serum. Well, I don't know if the I don't know if the Widow program still uses the version of that or not. I don't remember her getting that. 
I'll well, trust, I don't know I trust like, you. I trust you because I don't. I wouldn't know for sure. But yeah, I, thought she I don't was know if it a, like happens off screen. It's kind of implied or anything like that. But well, if she was enhanced. I, I mean, I didn't know that. So, but in regard, the comics, she was okay. Yeah. Well, either way, um, I think that uh, that was they were very they were a very powerful duo, right? And I and I love them both. So I think it's cool that they still throw back and show the importance of their relationship and they just like, they kind of end it a little bit. Like they're like, they're putting some closure to it, I think, mm-hmm. you know? So I think it's cool. So I think they're doing, they're doing a great job with this and I cannot wait. And like to, this episode went really quick. Um, the great, great action scenes in it. And dude, that one shot scene. Oh, oh my God. That one take scene. Yeah. Went in the car, whenever the, the camera just pans around, that is by far one of the best one take scenes that I've ever seen in cinema. Yeah. I just think it's, and then the, the comedic factor, it's like, um, nope, can't use this arrow, can't use this one, nope, mm-hmm. nope, 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 use Yeah, and <laughs> the fact that he, like, that she talks about trick arrows, like, two episodes beforehand, or an episode or two beforehand, and he's like, there are no trick arrows, and yeah. then he's, like, got all these trick arrows. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then, dude, how about the, I mean, I mean, just bypass the whole, uh, the Hank arrow that he shoots up in there. Yeah, yeah, Dude, the Tim arrow. Oh, yeah, you see that listed right on there? Oh, that was... Yeah. You're like, when, as soon as I saw I'm like, what's going to happen with this? What is going to happen? You know what I'm saying? Oh, it dude, was, it was fantastic. Oh, so cool. So cool. And, oh, uh, I just, like, as soon as he gets his bow back and he starts doing his thing, mm-hmm. oh, it's just it's just poetry, dude. Poetry when he starts firing arrows out, dude. Now, whatever. Okay, I'm done on that. So, that's all I got. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, Jeremy Renner, though, um, yeah. have you watched uh, The Mayor of Kingstown yet? No, I'm letting it stack up. It is. I don't know if you know this or not, but it's done by the same people that do uh, Yellowstone. Oh. And it's very good. We'll get to that in our discussions then, I think. Yeah. No, well, I, I've, I've got to get caught up on it, and then you'll have to get caught up on it, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. After, we'll, after the new year, we'll probably talk about it. Yeah, I mean, because then we still got, I mean, it's probably, what, four episodes in, maybe? Uh, Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I know it's Four just, or five. Yeah, yeah, I know it just started, because I kind of, I'm trying to, I'm trying to balance shit so that, like, I hate, I, like, I'm Avenger now. I mean, I just, I don't want to wait. Right. And I hate trying to, like, like, okay, well, today's Tuesday, it comes, like, the only thing I do that with is Marvel. Right. And usually it's, like, you come out on, like, in the yard, in the garage. Mm-hmm. Like, Have you seen it yet? Have you seen it? Have you seen it yet? I'm like... Oh, did it, what, oh, today is Wednesday. It did come out. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> so the pressure's on. But I, like I said, I do have Shauna watching Hawkeye, and she's liking it. So yeah, that's so. good. Andrew's got Andrew's watching it. Oh, cool. Or she's gonna watch it. Oh, okay. Well, I already I told Shauna that I, I went ahead and watched it today, so we could talk about it. But uh, we'll. Um, I'll re, I will do a rewatch on it. I want to rewatch. Oh it yeah, yeah. I, wanna, it's, I definitely want to pay. A lot more attention to the one shot scene that you brought up, which once you told me, I'm like, yeah, you're right, it really was. But now I want to see it again now, knowing that. Yeah. Going I think on. it's even rigged to where, like, even after she's out of the car, it's still part of that same mm-hmm. scene. Yeah, because the the way that the camera like lifts out of the cab of the car, uh-huh. it seems like it's on like some type of mechanic to where he's able to to still have you know control of that that same mm-hmm. camera shot within that shot. 
So yeah. I think that they probably had like a some type of groove in the roof of the car to where they, they had like a pole or something. Oh, sorry, we're in the mic. Uh, they have some type of pole or something attached to the camera to where he's able to like lift it out of uh, there. Cool. But, Dude, I just, mm, mm. it's just, I'm so happy that we finally are getting superheroes the way we're supposed to get them. Yeah. You know, it's like the past, literally the past, what, I would say at least seven, eight years. Right. We finally have gotten, I mean, we've had some good, decent stuff. Yeah, yeah, Now yeah. it's like, wow. Yeah, right. You get Dark every, Knight you trilogy can, yeah. and, you, had, you know. Yeah, but you can take. Mainly Batman stuff. Mostly, yeah, good. mostly Batman stuff. And Spider-Man. And Spider-Man. But, I mean, now it's like, you pick, like, there's no limits now. So any character you could grab from a comic book, and we have the ability at this point in time to make whatever their ridiculous powers might be, Right, you can do it now, yeah. and that's just amazing. It's almost like the other attempts were like trying to do something before. You can do it and make it, it make sense too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yes, sir. Yep, yep. You're right. So, and think about like doing an Ant Man movie like 15 years ago. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like Honey Shrunk the Kids. Uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a good Ant Man movie. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, and well, get Rick Moranis in. Yeah, I get Rick Moranis yeah. <clears throat> as as Hank Pym. Didn't so? Oh, that'd be cool. dude. Oh yeah, really good. Yeah. Okay, if yeah. we ever if they ever do Battle World, I'm putting in my chubs for <laughs> Rick Moranis's alternate Hank Pym. <laughs> well, it'll be we'll just well, hey, you can just do a new timeline. Exactly. <laughs> just do another timeline. It's just it's the sun. Yep. So, anywho, that's it. That's all I got on new news. Um, there's one other piece that I had, uh, I can't remember what it is. Um, 1883 is coming out soon. Yeah. That looks really good. Yeah. With Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. Uh. Oh, um, yeah. So we completely slept on this, like completely slept on this. And I, I don't know if it was because of lack of advertising. I have a feeling it was because of lack of advertising. Cause I don't remember seeing any, any type of advertising about it until, um, until the day it came out, really. Um, but South Park did a, uh, a post-COVID, uh, like, made-for-streaming movie. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Absolutely, like, like busted my ass laughing Yeah, from that movie. It, it was so good. Like, basically, they age up 20 years in the future after COVID's over, and their prediction is that, you know, it's over in 20, 25 years. And so they're all grown up. It's, 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 Using the um, the 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 basis of like the the it chapter two movie, and um, uh, you know like Kenny's died, and um, and Kyle calls Stan, um, and to tell Kenny that they're to tell Stan that Kenny's died and that he has to come home for the funeral, and uh, and so. Um, uh, he uh, he comes home for the funeral, and he's he's driving in the car with his wife, and his wife is Alexa, <laughs> like like the Alexa, and like she's programmed to like just com- like you know like like be like a uh, very nagging type of wife to him, and so so uh, like occasionally she'll like pitch like something to him like a, a new product or something that he needs to buy from Amazon on it. And, uh, and then, uh, so he gets in town 
and he's uh, uh, he he meets up with you know all the same people, or they all all the other. Yeah, and they they start to to um, to to um, theorize that that Kenny didn't actually kill himself, and so they go, they killed Kenny. <laughs> oh, God, it's so uh, so you know, um, but all their day jobs um, uh, are pretty funny too. Stan's a uh, a whiskey um, tasting person, like a writes reviews and vlogs on um, different types of whiskeys. And then uh, Cartman is a uh, is a rabbi, um, a Jewish rabbi, which is just hilarious. It gets on like Kyle's completely convinced that um, that uh, Cartman is is has created this entire life of himself just to screw with Kyle. And so, so his Jewish wife comes in, his Jewish kids come in, and he's like re- um, reciting Shema's and stuff like that, and. Uh, and talking about like this, the the um, Abraham and all this this Jewish um, history and stuff, and he's like he's like stop it, fat ass. <laughs> so, and his wife like his wife's like, oh, this is Kyle. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, Kyle just treated me so poorly. It's hilarious. Oh, oh God, dude, that sounds so funny. It is, it is the funniest I've seen South Park oh. in a very long time, and they're oh. completely poking, you know, just poking fun at absolutely everything, and and COVID being one of those things, and just you know the measures and stuff like that. Oh. But it, you know, I, I think irregardless of where you stand on that, it's it's really funny as long as you can, you know. Well, you should. Everyone self, should just laugh. Yeah, self humiliation. What it is, it's just laugh. Yeah, I tell you what's funny though is that. Um, so like Aiden, my, my oldest son, he doesn't watch regular television, right? He watches mostly anime and a few other, the slot mountain, those, (laughs) that's his wheelhouse. And, uh, so they come home and like, Sean always wants to think that we're going to, as a family, let's watch a movie tonight. Right. So Shauna had, she saw that, um, the uh, South Park thing, right? Yeah. She didn't even tell me about it. Oh, really? And she's like, and we're out and, uh, she's like, Hey guys. How about tonight when we go home? Let's, we can all watch a movie. That new South Park movie's out. And it's like, Aiden's goes, saw it. I'm like, the dude that watches, Nothing. he doesn't watch yeah. anything. Except right? for YouTube. Except and, for YouTube. And Crunchyroll. Yeah, Crunchyroll, right? But I will tell you the two things that my kids have watched in their entirety is The Office and South Park. Now, why The Office, I don't know. I mean, I find it hysterically funny. But I thought it's weird that they found that it was that funny. That they watched the entire everything right. you know but <laughs> and south park was the other one i mean i get south park because that's yeah that's right up their alley completely up their alley for sure what, what was what was the review from them on oh, south aiden park? loved it oh yeah yeah aiden loved it i don't know if grayson saw it yet or not but um i know aiden had already seen it so we obviously just that didn't yeah happen. that didn't happen just didn't oh happen. dude it's hilarious i yeah. would gladly watch it again at some point um <clears throat> there was one more story that i wanted to bring up there was um, a tweet out this past week by Grace Randolph, um, who's a very uh, uh, um, popular and, and very... Yeah, she does the uh, movie reviews. Thing. Yeah, she does... Um, Tale of the Tape or something like that. Yeah, something like along those lines. But she's she's been doing a lot of um, leaks and stuff um, just based upon what she's got. Um, uh, and, and a lot of those it's, leaks have came true. She's not... She's 
I mean, I, she's a little annoying to listen right. to. But yeah, she's a little of, bit annoying. If you can get past her annoyingness, some of her right. stuff's pretty good. Yeah, so she came, uh, what was it, three days ago? It was, it was the 30th of November. Um, she posted on uh, Twitter, Whoa, I hear John Favreau and Dave Filoni are in talks to head over to the movie side of Star Wars. That would be brilliant. So we may be getting a John Favreau and Dave Filoni Star Wars movie if they're not taking over for the movie side of Star Wars. And Kathy Kennedy is going to, you know, my theory is that they're going to well, be taking over and she's going to be more of like uh, handling things behind the scenes. Dude, you know what? Kathy, and letting them do creative be, control. Okay, first off. Okay, rules of management and leadership, right? Right. So, first off, hire people smarter than you. That's mm-hmm. rule one. I do that all the time. Yeah, and I mean, and, and Dave Filoni is a great example like, of that. Absolutely. And George Lucas had no problem working with him. Even no. though, I mean, don't get me wrong. George is George. He also I mean, had no his. problem work, working with Kathleen Kennedy. And, no, exactly. Right? So, I, I don't know. It's just like, I, I want her to understand that, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a difference with, if it's not working and you're in charge, you have to then get involved. Yeah, you have to you have to change okay. something, right? You like have there's to do there's something. something wrong. But there. when it is working, you feed the machine, right? You feed the machine, and not only do you feed the machine, you just keep, you know what I mean. It's like all you do is like kudos and hugs and kisses and keep letting that ride that till you. Because trust me, the stars don't align all the time. Yeah, and she's in a situation where. For her, if she would just butt the hell out and just just watch the budgets and watch the money flow in, she would be perfect. Right. You know what I mean? You need to have a person. I understand you have to have oversight. I get right. all that. Right, and, but, and she saying? can do that. She can but, do that. That's what her job yeah, is. But, but creative but, control, she no, needs she, as no. far as the... Uh, the 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 movies and the TV shows go. Let it go. She needs to give it to Dave Filoni and uh, John Favreau. Yeah, and they have to give her the respect of like, hey, right. we're, we're thinking about this. Let's talk about this. Right. And she hasn't. I'm not going to say the woman's ignorant to Star Wars because she's not. I'm not going to no. say that at all. But no, my she's point been in the career it, since exactly. you know, the prequels. So I mean, the whole point is like, I get that she could even have some positive feedback to give to them to say, hey, have you thought about this? And that could actually get them to go somewhere else too. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like. I mean, but again, like it's like know your role, dude. I mean, I don't, right. I don't mean it's not like The Rock, right? But and, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we talked about this last episode. Yeah, where, it's like, you know. and you need a person. Like, it doesn't make the thing is like sometimes I think, and this is sexist. It could be taken that way. But sometimes I feel like, like you know, when a woman has a position of power, she feels like she has to continue to prove herself because she can't stand on her own, like her own achievements, because she right. thinks that other people will just, you know. But the whole point is, like, at some point, it's like you do arrive, and she's arrived. Yeah, in my she's opinion. definitely arrived. She's... I don't think she has to do that anymore. You know what I'm yeah. saying? She doesn't, she... Have to, she doesn't have to justify her decisions, but she definitely needs to understand that I think that she has a stable of people that can take Star Wars the direction it needs it to go. Because right now, I think Star Wars is heading in a great direction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, at least on Disney Plus. Yeah. Oh my god, absolutely! And it's like, you know what? That's like small screen stuff too. Yeah. So if you let let that go like where it's going and that will then translate into big screen stuff that's going right. to be so great and it's like you know i i just hope that that she uh, she gets it and i hope she gets it and i hope that, that that continues to go because as soon as if we ever get a rift to the point where we lose one of those people mm-hmm. then that 
I, I don't know what would happen to Star Wars. Yeah, I don't know. If it wasn't for Dave Filoni and, and John Favreau yeah, right now, if you lose it either one of the here. either one of those two, yeah, it would, it would it would have died by now. Well, maybe it wouldn't die. We'd be just getting garbage. We'd be getting garbage, but I don't know. Yeah, I just think that. I mean, I think that. I, I don't think that would have been it, it. You know, the the I remember coming out of the the sequel trilogy and the the fan base was dwindling with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. Yep. But the thing is, is that you definitely have been able to. Um, that's a really weird text. So, anywho, um, I agree. I just think that Kathleen Kennedy's got to do her thing, and you know, we'll see where it goes. I'm happy. I, Book of Fat Baby, bring it on. Yeah, bring it on. I can't, dude. I can't wait for that. I'm so, yeah, no, so I can't excited. wait for that. I can't wait for and Ahsoka. The, I can't wait the, for Mandalorian. But they're also three. talking about. How they're going to talk about? They're going to bring up how he survived the Sarlacc pit. Is the rumor? Oh, dude, I really hope that they do the yeah. uh, the one from Parks and Rec with. Uh, <laughs> I really want to see just that hand coming out, just the hand of the Sar- or coming out of the Sarlacc pit. That would be great. Oh, this would be so good. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'm assuming he jettisons out with his pack or something. I don't, I yeah, don't know. Dude. I mean, maybe maybe it comes out like, you know, because where Han hit the pack when he when he went in, all of a sudden it malfunctioned and fired and shot him back yeah. out or something. I don't know. But, uh, no, you know. no, I'm accepting nothing less than the Pat Oswalt theory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and again, and again, we have to, every time you bring it up, we have to remember that you have just Google <laughs> Parks and Rec Pat Oswalt. Oh, my God. That is the best. Best, yeah, the best. Oh, okay. oh my god! I and it was it was completely like it was completely off cuff too. Yeah, like none of it was written down. He just kind of flowed. Yeah, that's crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy shit, dude. Crazy. All right. Anything else for other news? Uh, no, dude. That's all I got, brother. So on to the main event. Yeah. Um, you know, with this being our, our last podcast where we're not just going to have a ton to talk about for the year. Um, the uh, I, I wanted to go over, you know, our, our favorite things this year and our least favorite things. Um, Josh, my first favorite thing is spending time with you on podcasting. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Okay. Is that part of, I mean, we could, we should do a movie. <laughs> well, you're, you've, you've got the GoPro. It's, it's, it's called... <laughs> I'm just in, like, the shots. It's called Fridays with Josh. You heard of Tuesdays with Maury? <laughs> it's called Fridays with Josh. Podcasting with Josh instead of breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disrupt. You, you continue on. No, no, no. no, no you're emceeing. What do we got? Um, we got? Yeah, so let's, t- let's start out with a uh, um, favorite movie um, this year for me. Um, it's got to be Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, yeah. That's on my list. Um, so, that was tough because I, I honest to God, I think that was probably like a portion of that movie. I would say probably the third act is the most emotional right. connection I had with the movie right. throughout, you know? But, however, I mean, I really, I don't know if I want to put it above it. 
and uh, hmm, it's a little tough because you know I was waiting for Shang Chi for so long, right? So I I really enjoyed Shang Chi a ton, and I really thought that Shang Chi brought the character to relevance in the MCU. So, I mean, that's up there. Okay, I'm going to go through a, coup, a few that I'm struggling with right now. And I might get to that because that's, that's, it's like I'm right now at like a 1A, 1B, 1C. Yeah, yeah. Ghostbusters is in that list, right? So I got Shang-Chi in there. But then I also got Suicide Squad. Yeah, that one was really good. So That was really true to, to yeah, the feel of so, it too. So the way my ranking is right now, it's kind of like I got Ghostbusters 1A, I got Suicide 1B, and then I got Shang-Chi at 1C. Shang-Chi act, like some of the stuff in the third act was a little bit too much for me, but I still liked, I like Aquafina. I don't know what it is about that lady. I think she's really funny. I just like her. Oh, yeah. You know I mean? No, I like her but, a lot. I mean, and, and trust me, and obviously the guy that plays Shang-Chi, great dude. Well, she's yeah. like she's she's like the uh, the guy off Ant Man, the uh, mm-hmm. the Mexican dude, the, yeah, yeah, the Hispanic guy. Yeah, I'm sorry, Hispanic. Uh, yeah, I don't know where he's from or where well, his I mean, lineage is from. So I was making sure I can say Mexican or no. No, you can if he's okay. from Mexico, but I, I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm just there's kidding. definitely a difference though. I know there is, and that's why yeah. we should just say Hispanic. Yeah. Yes, he's very funny. He is hilarious. I like the guy a lot. He's been but, a, he actually he's the kind of guy that's but been, that type of role like you know the comedic been, relief. He's been a ton of shit. Though. Oh, he's been an absolute ton, yeah. Oh my god, and like he's the kind of guy like you like if you ever look, there's certain guys that you can look at their IMBD and be like, holy hell! Oh yeah, and like these guys have made a huge living off of just being the number two dudes in movies, yeah. you know, the number two or three dudes, and you go to the bigger actors and their IMD is not nearly as big. Yeah. So, isn't what Jack? He wasn't not Jack Reacher. He wasn't the one with uh, with Jim. Ryan. Yeah, Jack Ryan. Mm-hmm. I thought we already said we're calling him Jack now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You just call him Jim. I couldn't remember the name of the show. That's okay. That is your one slip. <laughs> 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 All right. So, but again, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some other ones to talk about in the mix, though. Okay. Yeah. So. We also have Black Widow. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I'm with you on that, too. But I like the bringing in of um, uh, the, Elena. Yeah, Elena. So, yeah, so I like that piece. But, I mean, I, it didn't hold up to make it say, oh, that's the movie, right? So I kind of dropped that one off, right? Another one that I thought was, like, so super creative that I thought was really out of the box and I thought was in a really keen approach to movie was Free Guy. Oh yeah, absolutely. That was that was all like that was a really tough decision for me between Free yeah. Guy and Ghostbusters. Yeah, well, I mean, I get where you're in the Ghost. I mean, I get that. Yeah, one hundred ten percent. So I kind of like I was thinking Free Guy too. You know, I'm like okay, and then then there's like again, but again, I still I really enjoyed Dune. Yeah, I enjoyed. That's another Dune. very good one. Yeah, so I was like, I'm like thinking all these great movies, right? So. I don't know. I think I'm probably going to land on the Suicide Squad. Yeah. And the reason is um, because I think that, I, A, I thought the movie was great. I thought to bring to, for, to bring Starro to life yeah. and make him relevant the way that they did with little face suckers and all that type of stuff. I mean, it's all legit. I mean, that yeah. is what it is. 
and taking that campiness of those 60s and 70s comedies, comics and bringing it in and then portraying it that way. Outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. So, I don't know. That's my pick. I, I think that I'm going to go with Suicide Squad, though I will say that Ghostbusters is so close. It is like a razor's edge yeah. for me. And now realize, too, it's like it's hard because, like, like movies, we haven't had a ton. No, we haven't had a whole lot. You know? You yeah, know? The worst movie is going to be harder pick for me just because i mean you know there is i haven't seen a bad movie this year yeah. i don't think well well okay well that, all right so movie watch you're your ghostbuster in and i'm yeah. suicide, suicide squad, squad. In it, right so yeah. those those would be our picks this year so you want to do what do you what do you think was the best comic book movie uh, the best comic book movie i mean i obviously picked one but i still have another one that i want to throw into the mix really heavy yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think uh, probably, um, probably Venom. Let there be carnage. Yes, absolutely, hundred percent, hundred ten percent. Yeah, I agree. I think I think that was great. Yeah, out of a out of a full slate of Marvel and DC movies, you know, the the non connected or or at least mm-hmm. until post post credit scene, mm-hmm. non connected um, Marvel movie. I think is is probably my the best you know the 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 comic book movie i enjoyed the most this year yeah i'm gonna say the best i mean like like it's you know for me personally it's probably the best but like you know as far as cinematography goes and things like that like it was good was as good as eternals probably not but um as far as those technical aspects go but you know i i found it more enjoyable than i did eternals or shang chi so shang chi i actually like the only thing that holds me back on making Shang Chi like my number one is just the third act. Third act. It was too much. Yeah. It was just too much for me. And I think that um, with the Eternals, you brought up a really good point. It, with the Eternals. it rewatches a lot better. I don't know if you've rewatched Shang Chi. Oh, Shang Chi. No, I yeah. will watch it. I will yeah. watch it again. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus now. Yep. It rewatches a lot better. Yeah, but it's just the. Well, again, I should rewatch it, and I will. But I think with the Eternals, though. It's a um, it's a situational thing, right? So, do you want to like I'm taking him out because I don't think it was as powerful as I wanted it to be, but I think that it's lit the fuse, mm-hmm. and I think that like as much as people can want to complain a bitch about the movie, right? It's lit, it's lit the fuse, and I think that it's. I don't think movie, a lot of people are complaining about the movie. Oh, but there were there were some ridiculous right. bullshit. Like, people were, like, you know, they were poo-pooing this. And mm. it's like, there's, like, come on, let's be real here. It's, that's not necessary. Yeah. Some, I mean, again, it, you're Even right. for I, Black Widow, I mean, there's no reason to poo-poo no, it. It's, no. I mean, it's a decent movie. No. Mm-hmm. But, with, I think with the Eternals, though, I think what we're going to see going forward from that, I mean, it's a springboard. It's like, it's going to, it's setting the stage, right? So, I say, I think that, you know, I think the the impact of the internals isn't going to be fully felt until we get further. Right. And then you're going to look back at that movie and you're going to feel much differently than you did right now. That's my opinion. Right. But I think that you will. Um, I do think with Shang-Chi, what I like, though, is that it actually um, it, it solidified him into MCU and made him relevant to the point where you're going to have a, like, like he is a player now. Oh yeah, we're definitely gonna see him again. Yeah, and I, and I think I, oh, very soon. Oh well, I want to see him more, and I love mm-hmm. the I love the like 
you know, all the, the, the coloring changes with the bands is like, you know, the energy yeah, changes yeah, yeah. and all that type of stuff. And the, and the, and obviously the connective, the, the connective tissue. tissues with the Eternals and the bands and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I appreciate all that type of stuff. So sometimes it's a longer road to get to your satisfaction points with some of these right. movies because you're not going to see it right now. But later on. No, I completely agree. You'll see, like, you're going to come back and be like, holy shit, that is, makes so much sense. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, so. my thing is that if if I'm going to be, you know, I, I can definitely say that I appreciate the movie now. I'll probably, I'm definitely going to appreciate the movie more later. Um, uh, you know, whether it's Eternals or Shang-Chi. Um, but if, if I'm at home um, on a Saturday, you know, mid-afternoon and, and I don't have anything else to do and, and there's, uh, you know, I'm watching a movie if it's between Eternals, Shang-Chi, and Venom, it's still... You know, easily going to be Venom whether yeah. it's now or you know, sure. two years from now. Yeah, true, 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 true. But I mean, like it's like to me, it's like like watching Star Wars, right? right. And, I, and I hate to always go back to Star Wars because it's such an easy layout for me. But watching Star Wars and then thinking you got it all, then watching Clone Wars and then going back and watching Star Wars again and yeah. like realized how you missed so yeah. much shit, and then. Then you play a video game, and then you go like, "Holy shit!" Then you go back and watch it again. Yeah. It's like, "Holy crap!" And then you read How a novel. I, then you read a, yeah, of course, I'm comic reading. Book, yeah. yeah, I'm reading a novel. I'm reading comic books and all this stuff. And then I go back, and it's like, it's like, oh my, how can you? How it's like, there's no way that you could watch it and even conceptualize yeah. some of the stuff that you're going to come back and be like, "Holy crap!" They mentioned that, yeah, and it was a blowover line that you just yeah, did yeah. not pay any attention to, right? But it is so big. You know, so it's like I think that you know, as things go forward and properties get bigger, it it actually props up and supports these other previous mm-hmm. like earlier movies. Yeah, I was I, I'd gotten a um, a compliment on my shirt yesterday. Oh, you mean the one that I purchased? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Yesterday, as a you know, the original um, trailer for, or the original poster for Empire or Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Um. One with Vader with two sabers, uh, but uh, he uh, the the guy who was complimenting me on uh, Zaxby's the 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 uh, cashier behind the register. Um, he was talking about doing a rewatch. I'm like, dude, that's hefty. Like that's that's a lot. And I was thinking about movies and series and stuff. And he's like, well, MCU's you know it take much longer. I'm like, ah, yeah, that's true. But I mean, you know, I I just recently did a so rewatch did you, of all this. Did you tell him? When's your break? Hmm? Did you ask the guy when his break was? <laughs> <laughs> when when are you off? <laughs> I'm gonna take my chicken fingers and we'll sit over here. Take your break. Okay. Come on, go sit down. Sit down with me. Sit down with me, young Padawan, youngling. Come yeah. here. <laughs> so I mean, I yeah, I think that's where I'm at on as far as like the movies go. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, where are you on TVs? Uh, TV shows. Uh, this one's difficult. Um, I really like Yellowstone so far, um, mm-hmm. what they've done with that. I think that's just such a good series. And then uh, mm-hmm. um, I, I obviously, like, what, what they're doing with Hawkeye, like like I said, this is turning out to be one of my favorite series on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Um uh, or at least Marvel series on Disney Plus. Uh, 
trying to think if there's anything else that hit that hard um, this year in those two things. I don't think so. I think Yellowstone's going to be it. Um, Dexter, the new Dexter, is really good, too. Um, you need to get caught up on that. Yeah, so I'm really going to kind of build up a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I, I guess a Yellowstone. Yellowstone? Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to give you some of the shows that I'm considering. Okay. Okay. Um, one is Ted Lasso. Uh-huh. Um, uh Mayor of Easttown. Mm-hmm. Uh, White Lotus. Um, Resident Alien. Oh yeah, dude. The um, I may change my answer. <laughs> the series called it's called The Great. It's uh, really good. Um, and actually, the one that I, I thought was a sleeper. This is a sleeper one. Is uh, Only Murders in the Building uh-huh. on Hulu? Really good. Uh, Loki. Yeah, oh, yeah, Loki was really good. Um. Oh, Reservation Dogs is another one. That's Dogs, yeah, one, yeah. Yeah, so that one, I, I mean, that's like, that's like it. Like if I had, like if I did, like, oh, what's your indie pick? Hands down, Reservation, Reservation Dogs. Reservation Dogs, yeah, w- without question. Yeah, you know? I, I really like the premise of it. Um, there's another one that I watch, which is like so out of our wheelhouse. It's not even close to anywhere connective tissue to anything that we normally talk about. It's called Hacks, mm-hmm. and it was really, it was really good. It's about a washed up comedian lady and a young girl that they hire to be her writer. And it's that whole young, old, combative thing where she, like, does wants to do the same set and doesn't want to mm-hmm. reinvent herself because she knows, like, she can go to Vegas. Yeah, she knows exactly what gets last, what. Yeah, exactly. And this right. girl's pushing her out of that comfort zone and that there's, like, this this banging of heads that's constantly going on. It's It was actually, it was a really engaging show. I didn't think I was going to like it. It was, like, one of those things where, like, we had nothing to watch, and Sean said, "Let's just let's just watch that." And I, we put it on. I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, "Wow, it's really good." It's I mean, I didn't mm-hmm. expect it to be that good. It's really good. And then, um, of course, I have Yellowstone down as well too. But um, I am like, I'll tell you where I'm really like. Resident Alien is really up there for me. Yeah. And but I really struggle with my top three picks, and that would be Ted Lasso, Mayor of Easttown, and White Lotus. And if you haven't seen like, White Lotus is a very, and, and the thing is, White Lotus is, like, after it's over, that's when it really, I think, it starts to resonate with you, and you start to think about it more. So, if you haven't watched it, so, what White, White Lotus is a story about a resort, and it's, like, a, like a high-end, like, exclusive resort in some, like, you know, like, Fiji or some, like, ridiculous island. Mm-hmm. Right? Or maybe it's, I think it's Hawaii. It is Hawaii, I think. But, um... It doesn't matter where the island is, but it's like obviously it's a rich retreat type thing, right? And it's like you know you go in thinking, oh, these are all just rich people, all this type of stuff. But the whole point is, as you progress down the storytelling of this movie or this this TV series, it goes to show you it doesn't matter a how much money you have, everyone's got problems, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's like they literally like it just evolves and it keeps growing and it keeps growing and everybody in the families. And everyone that's visiting there, they all have their own issues. And it's just a really, it's a fascinating character study. And I think that it really resonates so well with, like, society in a sense, you know. And it's like, it's smart. It's really written extremely smart. And I just, I never really understood when I was watching it. I was just, like, trying to, I was more in the mind of, I'm trying to figure out what the hell, like, 
what's cool, what, like something, yeah. like what is what's what's something. It's not really about what's what's going to happen. It's just in the moment. This is what these people are, right? And it's like you don't like you think that just because like this could have been set in a Motel Six where people were paying twenty bucks a night. Instead, these people are paying two thousand dollars a night, and you know what? The problems are no different. They're no different. It doesn't yeah. matter how much money you have. You know what I mean? You still got the same problems. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's kind of an overarching thing with it. And it's like the challenges and the struggles. And it's just, it's just, it's a very, it's a very smart, smart show. So I really liked the way that it was written. And I said, after you watch it, it won't be until probably a little bit later when you think back about it, like how well it was done. Yeah. So I really liked that show for that fact. Um, Mayor of Easttown. I can't say enough about that show. Um, <laughs> um, the chick from the Titanic. Yeah. I forget her name. Rose. Yeah, the girl that played Rose. Yeah, she was so good in that. I mean, it's like a complete departure from what you expect, how she would act. Of course, it's set in uh, Pennsylvania, the Western PA type thing. Oh, there you go. So it's like, I mean, obviously it, it resonates with me quickly. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's like everything I see is like, oh, my God, that could be my hometown, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like East Town could be where I lived. Yeah. And um, so I get, like, the dichotomy in the in the, in the in the inner city, like, people and all that type of stuff. But um, the story was really good. And the lady that plays the main character in Hack is also the mom in the mayor of East, East Town. So... I don't know. It, that was a very powerful one. It really stuck with me, too. Um, I like that one a lot. But i got to be honest with you, dude. I'm going to go with Ted Lasso. Yeah. I'm going to go with Ted Lasso. That's going to be my pick. And only because I just – Jason Sudeikis has finally – he's hit it. He has finally hit it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this is such a smart – and the only, the only complaint I have – yeah. The only complaint I have is, and it was only a smidge, Josh. It was just a sprinkle. It was just, just a smidge where they kind of did a little bit too much of the PC stuff Yeah. in this particular season. But the first season, and every, oh, it's just, I don't know. It's a great show. It is just, it is heartwarming. It is a good show. It is a, it's comedic, but yet it has the fragility. Every character has fragility to them. And they develop the character so well that you care about every character mm-hmm. and you know what their weaknesses are. So when you see them in a situation, like they're in a situation, you already know that, oh, my God, you can't put this guy in the situation because you know how he's going to do. Yeah. He's not going to be able to handle this. Yeah. Or she's going to react this way. And there's no way she – and they do because you know them. Yeah. yeah. There's you, no you surprise. You understand the character yeah, so and much. It's like, and it's like you're vested. And to me, it's like, is someone going to get me vested? Not just, like, I, I can get vested really quickly in, like, the main characters. Mm-hmm. But to get me vested in all the little other players, mm-hmm. that's that's a big deal. That's hard to do. And this is written by Sudeikis and somebody else. And, you know, I think he, I mean, obviously we all look at Jason Sudeikis. He's a goofball. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is not, this is, this show is, I don't know. I'm going Ted Lasso, though I will say the other thing too. I mean, I mean, I just kind of those are my three. But Yellowstone is so up there, dude. dude. Yellowstone makes you want to be a cowboy. Oh yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to be a cowboy after watching that show? I was talking about it with Andrea, and uh, Daniel heard about it or heard us talking about, it, and he's like, "Is that something I can watch?" I'm like, 
I really wish it was. <laughs> like Vidal. Not today, son. He Not would, today. Dude, he would love that show so much. Mm-hmm. That boy is born born to be a cowboy. Well, he runs around barefoot half the time, heading to Tennessee every time I see him. So. Yeah. <laughs> Always talking about heading to Tennessee or Mexico. <laughs> yeah, one of the two. Mexico's the other one. <laughs> well, hey, man. He's got a, he's embracing both sides of the he's, culture, yeah, man. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. At all. So that's where I pick. But I mean, it's so hard, though, because I can sit here and go down this list and talk about things that are so, like, I think Loki. Oh, dude. Loki so did good. so much. Like, oh. like, as far as like, like cinema and storytelling and things like that, like, that that's such a good show too. Which is Hiddleston though. Hiddleston yeah. is a beautiful actor, man. Well, and the relationship between Hiddleston and uh, um, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, uh, Owen Wilson. Um, oh yeah, uh, it was just fantastic. And then the girl that played uh, played the female Loki. Loki, yeah, she's really good. Oh, she's really good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, and okay, so Resident Alien, right? So that was such yeah. a unique unique thing because that guy who is the pilot from um the uh the other show that got canceled mm-hmm. that I loved. Um, yeah with uh, Nathan Nathan uh, Fillion. Fillion, yeah. Uh, what was the show called? Um, Not Serenity, that was the movie. Serenity was the movie. And then uh, Firefly. Firefly, yeah. So the pilot guy from Firefly, he's the one that plays as the alien a resident alien and mm-hmm. basically He's he, also in um uh, night still. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yes, you are correct. Um, that show too was a very unique premise. I, you know, what I really like to see is unique premises, right? Mm, so yeah. it's like you take the unique premise and then you, and then, oh, oh, there's another one I wanted to bring up too that lost, like I, like I probably would have put there, but they shit the bed in the last five episodes of the show. Um, but back to resident alien real quick. So that one though too is like such a unique premise, and that guy plays that character probably some of his best chops. Yeah. Period. Hands down. The other one was um, the uh, it was called uh, it was what was it about? So it's a little fishing town, and uh, I think in New England somewhere. And the guy is uh, is basically a vampire. He's a preacher. It's called Black Mass or Black or, uh, or, or uh, oh gosh, I can't remember. It does. It's in, I don't know. I'm I'm just butchering it now, so I might as well just let it go. But anyway, it started off really tense and really interesting in the first three episodes, and then once you once they established the fact that he truly is a vampire and so forth. It just started getting too tropey and too much into like like you know what this is just kind of weird and not not tense anymore. Like the first three episodes were super tense right. and everything, and then it just kind of got to a point where it just did not. It just it wasn't that it was bad because it wasn't bad. It was still good, but it just like kind of lost its huspa, if you know what I mean. It's called Black Mass. Black Mass is what it's called. So, um, I think that it, I think it got good reviews. I mean, it was a big thing on uh, Netflix for a good while, um, but I don't know, it didn't hit with me. I'll tell you another one that, that I didn't really care for too much on the movie side too, a Netflix movie, 
that has got the most, like, Red Notice. Did you see Red Notice yet? No, I still haven't watched that one. I didn't oh, watch you know that what? one. I can't wait till you, you watch it and we'll talk about it and see what you say. But I don't know. I just didn't think that. I thought it was I thought it was kind of disjointed to a degree. And I, I don't know. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was outstanding. I think The Rock holds it up. And obviously, Ryan Reynolds, Gail, Gail and The Rock. I mean, that's like you got. Yeah, you got three. You know, A-list celebrities right there. Exactly. So, but. so, what about animation? What was your favorite animation this year? Oh, um, I'm not even going to question this. There's no other. There's nothing else even close to the realm of this. Won't even touch it. Will not even come close. Invincibles. Oh, Done. damn. Done. Mic drop. Yeah, I, I forgot that came out this year. There's nothing else, dude. There's nothing else I can compare. Yeah, to. I was gonna say, um, I was gonna say Bad Batch, but you're right. Invincibles is Trust absolutely. Me, I want. I would love to put the Bad Batch above it. I just forgot it came out this year. Yeah, I can't do it though. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wanted to. I, I would love to. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I love the Bad Batch. I mean, I love that whole series. I loved everything about it. But I'm telling you what, the Invincible that was the best. Yeah, Invincible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. I cannot wait for the second season. Of that that so was good. so good. Oh, outstanding. Oh. Outstanding. I mean, it was just like, like I remember, like, I kind of delayed a little bit. You'd already watched it, and I was, yeah. like, delaying a little bit. And yeah, then I was into, like, episode four, and then we yeah. went to go see the Braves game, and I'm, like, you're falling asleep. And I'm like, yeah. no, no, you have to stay up. you got to watch yeah. this right. first yeah. episode. And I remember when I when I was watching it, you weren't here. I think you were in Tennessee or something, yeah. or you weren't here. And I had finished it, and I texted you. I said, dude. So good. Uh, I'm like, oh, my God, that was crazy. So good. It's crazy, crazy good. I mean, that just was so, so, so good. So that, I mean, as far as animation goes, I mean, that's where I'm at. I mean, obviously, Bad Batch was on my list, but you know, you know, some of the worst movies though, I, I saw. Yeah, this what was year. the worst movie you seen this year? Uh, probably the worst was Thunder Force. Oh, uh, I didn't. Dude, see that was first off. Don't even, don't even, don't even waste your time and bother. It was horrendous. That was a big piece of garbage. Um, and I can be honest, with you, dude. I don't know what you thought about Space Jam, but I'm like, mm, mm. Uh, yeah, no. no, yeah, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, swing no. and a miss, swing and a miss. Uh, but Thunder Force, I think, was something that I looked at like trailer wise. I'm like, oh man, that looks really funny. Yeah, I'm like, no, it's not funny. It's stupid. It was actually a piece of garbage. It was horrible. I don't know. Melissa McCarthy kind of reminds me of like, as much as I love Kevin James, and I love Kevin James. Yeah, like, I mean, give She's me like King a female Queens version of Kevin day. James. Yeah, yeah like. Kevin James movie trailers always look so good. Yeah. And like here comes the boom. Not but they're never bad movies. Yeah, it's, it was still an enjoyable they're movie. Enjoyable movies. But this was like I see her like advertising, like when she puts a movie out, it's like, oh, that looks probably that looks that looks good. I'd want to watch it. I think it really depends on who she's playing it yeah, with. Well, this one was well, she was playing against um the uh lady that played Ma and she plays yeah. uh, the podcast lady yeah. on the Apple TV series. Too. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, um, I forget her name. Um, she was in the... She's a really good actress. She was in The Help, too. Yes. she's. Oh, yes. That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's a real... She's, she's a great really actress. Good. She's yeah. a really good actress. Just that scene. Eat my shit. Yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> you are eating my shit. Yeah. So... Anywho, that's um that those are the ones that I thought were and as far as bad animation like see what I wanted to put on here for animation though too is like I am now going through um which is obviously adverse like I mean I know we just now got Bebop live action, but I'm going back and watching the old Bebop again. Mm-hmm. 
and not again for the first time. And I'm I'm loving the hell out of it. Dude. Yeah, no, it's I, a really good series. That's so good, dude. And it's like you know. By the way, I finished the 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 live action one. What do you think? It was okay. It wasn't like the first few episodes were really really good, and then kind of eh. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I mean, but it was still good. Like it's it's not like it was enjoyable. It just you know it's not like it's it, they peaked early. Yeah, that's all. And uh, you know, it still got a good storyline. Like, I mean, they they didn't, you know, they didn't like screw up horribly. Like I said, it, it's still good. Very, it's definitely redeemable. Um, I think if they do another season of it, you know, learn from your mistakes, and they can make it as good as the first three yeah. episodes, mm-hmm. and 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 do really really well. Yeah. Cool. Well, as far as other, I tell you another shitty movie, Jungle Cruise. Oh yeah, did you watch bad? Just not good. Let's yeah. just put up not good. I was gonna, I was gonna say um, the new uh, Paranormal Activity was gonna be mine. The the oh, one with Arb when when they go to the Amish community, <laughs> which sounds good. Yeah, I mean it's not it, like I said. I haven't see, really seen any horrible movies this year. Um, from from you know even Space Jam wasn't. It, it wasn't unwatchable, right? Uh, and this the same thing. Like it, it's not unwatchable. Like you know, if if it's on TV at you know, I'm, and if I'm up at like one o'clock in the morning, and which is normal, which is normal, um, I, I may watch it again. It's not like you know, I, I but I'm not gonna be like rushing to go see it again. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's like a weird time. I think that like studios are also holding off on a bunch of stuff too. Mm-hmm. And like you know, as the as the as the as we keep shifting and and moving and well, it seems like things are starting to get back yeah. to. Well, I think that the other thing too is I, I saw something with Mark Cuban. Um, he was talking about talking about vertical integration and stuff like that with businesses and so forth. Mm-hmm. He's talking about this particular idea of Disney starting to buy movie theaters, like buy AMC mm-hmm. and make them Disney theaters, and continue this dual model. That would give you then permissions. If you get this, then you can go to the movie theater at the same time. You know what I mean? If you have, like, I don't know if they change the platform price or they do something where it's like gives you access to go to the Disney. Kind of like the Regal Pass thing they've got, right? Yeah, something yeah. like something something along those type of lines. Well, it, it also helps them out. Like, like people don't know that Netflix owns theaters, right? Netflix yeah. owns a handful of theaters, right, and, and the reason they, yeah. for it mm-hmm. is because. If you want to be, if you want your project to be put up for an Academy Award or you something like that, you be. have to have it in a, the- a theater at least. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, that's that's the reasoning for a lot of that. Um, uh, you know, that way, uh, Home Alone or Home, what was the latest Home Alone movie? Whatever. Uh, what did you think of that? Did you watch it? It was okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, Daniel liked it, um, and you know, I thought that it kept true enough to the original. That I was okay with it, um, but you know it wasn't. And I may put that as my worst movie actually, because um, I think that was worse than Paranormal Activity. But it, it, you know, it, again, it wasn't bad. It was enjoyable. I look at this. I think that the the girl, the woman in it, mm-hmm. she was funny. Hell, she was really good from The Office. Mm-hmm. She was great. Yeah, I thought she was really funny. And the other guy was pretty good. The she husband, Pam, right in The Office. Uh, no, not Pam. She was Pam's replacement. Oh, gotcha. So, um, well, Pam started selling. She became a salesperson, and she became yeah. a receptionist. So, 
Um, no, I liked her. I thought she did a really good job. I think she was the one that really and and her husband. I think the, the pair of them yeah. they were funny together. They were good. They were funny together. And the, like the little British kid, I'm like thinking that's weird. Nah, yeah. I didn't hey, like. I didn't like that. Yeah, you live in a house full of like American accented English speaking people. Yeah. And uh, you're the only person with a British accent. And he's like. There's kid. no explanation. He's a little kid, but he looks like an adult. He's one of those right. weird kids that he's like, like he's like looks re- like like an adult. He, he's reverse. Uh, he's Benjamin Buttons. <laughs> well, he's he's uh, uh, what's the um, uh, what, what was the name? The the um, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> that that kid or that guy? Different he's, strokes. Yeah, different strokes. What was the kid? Was the um, Gary, or, uh, Gary Gary Coleman? He's Gary reverse. Coleman, yeah. He's reverse Gary Coleman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like he looks like a he looked like a little man. I'm like, yeah. Well, this? I mean, all babies when they're born look like a little man. He just didn't grow out of the. I, I guess. Yeah, like I guess. I don't know. I just didn't. I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't care for it. I didn't like much. him at all. Yeah. But. I thought the storyline was okay. It was okay. I mean, I, I thought it was going to be more. Um, no, you know what? To be honest, with you, I didn't really expect anything out of it. Yeah, it's like I, I got. Yeah, it. that was my thing. I, I, I look at it this way: it's like you know, I mean, if it was Christmas time and I had little kids and we watched it, I'd have been perfectly happy with right. it. Right? You know what I mean? And that'd have been great. But it was not going to be something like Christmas Vacation, which I watch every year. Right? You know, so yeah, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, but I mean, it's a, it's a okay movie that Daniel likes and I, you know, something that he and I can watch. Right. It's fine. Exactly. So. But. But that's, I mean, as far as. Um, Worst far, animation for me is going to be, got to be uh, Visions. As much as it pains me to say it. And I learned a lot from Visions. I, I enjoyed a couple episodes in Visions, but that fell off quick and yeah, hard. I'm going to give it to you that too, because I really like, I told you, I told you like the, the, the one scene, I think it was episode one or two. It was one or it was either one or it was one or two. And it was like the one with the village and like kind of more like the samurai thing. Mm-hmm. That one, I like that was outstanding. Mm-hmm. That was pro. that was, yeah, that, that one was, was Oh, fantastic! Oh, absolutely! That one and the 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 one with the twin or the twins that was with not, Neil Patrick yeah, Harris. That was good, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that but one was really good. The other ones, dude. I'm like, you know what? I appreciate the effort, and I know yeah, it's yeah. not. I know it's not canon, so I'm cool with whatever they wanted to do. Like, and see, that's the other thing too. Going in knowing, okay, this isn't canon. I can right. I can get on board with this shit. That's fine. You know, because if they told me it was canon, I'd watch it completely, completely differently. Different. Yep. So I think, thank God you told me it wasn't canon. Because if, if not, if I watched it and no one told me that, I'd, we'd be sitting here still talking about yeah, the yeah. bullshit in that. So. Turn from the just general nerd podcast to yeah, bitching the, about visions focused <laughs> podcast. We start a new podcast. Vision sucks, yeah. but no, I agree with you. I think that the I think that um, I I didn't I did not I I. I I, I wonder too, though. Do you think that it was? No, nah, this is kind of a stretch. Maybe you tell me if you, if you think I'm off base on this one or not. But too, I almost thought it was like a a, a a litmus test to see, like if Star Wars anime anime style yeah, would yeah. hold up, true anime style. Yeah. yeah, would would hold up and people would be interested. Yeah, I mean is, the styling's fine. You know? Yeah, but I mean, this, I mean, the style is very greatly. Yeah, 
The style's yeah. very greatly between, yeah, yeah all between the episodes, yeah. The animation yeah. styles. But, I mean, I think the premise was, it had more of an anime feel to me. Right. Well, yeah, that's what it was supposed yeah. to be, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I wonder. And there is a Star Wars manga that's oh, out yeah. there, so. I know. I know. tried to get Aiden to read it. I'm like thinking, dude, if you get that, I'll read that all day with yeah. you. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, they could very easily adapt that into, like, a, a, a series. And, I, I, you know, as long as they, they, they use that, if, if that's, you know, if your theory is correct, as long as they use that with, um, that, that as a learning point and say, you know, this worked, this worked, this didn't work, then, yeah, yeah. Could be, could be. Well, anyways, I agree with you 100% on that one, so. What about TV show? Worst TV show? Oof. I'll give you mine and then you can okay. think about it. I want to say Squid Game. Oh, really? I didn't watch it yet. Yeah. I'm, like, it's not bad, again. Um, it's just, it's so hyped up. And for me, it just doesn't live up to the hype. You know what I'm going to give you right now? Because it's fresh in my mind. Yeah. Because it's like, I thought it, it started good. Yeah. And, and right now, we're still in the middle of it. But it's just not, it's like, it's just not, I don't know. I don't know. This Wheel of Time thing, I told you. Yeah. I wanted to get on board. Yeah, with that one was a close second for me. I really wanted to get on board with this Wheel of Time yeah. thing. And it's like, we watched the, the room, like, we're caught up now. We watched them yesterday. And I'm like, uh, I don't know, dude. I mean, I like certain characters in it. But, I mean, I'm not attached to anybody. And it's like, it's not, I, I they kind of stray from the premise, which is basically, like, these five kids and doing whatever they're going to. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I think that, I don't know. I didn't read the book. So no. I have no idea how complex this book is, and if they're trying to no, yeah. try to capture everything in the book, or I don't know what they're doing yeah. with this shit. It's just I don't think it's that good. I mean, no, I almost said the same one too, but the 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 you know the thing that kept me because I think there's still hope for it. Like you know, like like I I want to finish it out and see for at least the first season and see you know where it is, yeah. as long as it if it can tie it all together, then okay, but. You see, but I if feel, not, but I feel this is a little bit different. Like, okay, here's an example. Like, I give you a different. I have tying shit together, right? Right. So, like, to me, like watching the first episode of The Witcher, right? Episode five, I was so confused, lost and confused. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I was completely out of my mind, right. confused until Grayson said, "Well, you did you read the book?" I'm like, "No," and yeah. he's like, "Well, I did," and this makes complete sense because he read the book, right. and that's the way the book's written. That it's like these like segmented type of situations that then eventually pull together. But once they pulled the Witcher together, I'm like, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful piece of work. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but I don't know if this is going to be able to do what do the Witcher did. Because the Witcher, they're connect the connective pieces, once the pieces were put together, they made complete sense. Right. But when you were watching them fragmentedly, like the way that well, they were, you know, doing we haven't it. seen we haven't seen these together, so yeah. we don't know whether they right. We don't know. We don't uh, know. if and how they make sense. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, but The Witcher though, I was very impressed with that. Mm-hmm. Though lost, I mean, we talked about that on the yeah, podcast. We talked about, about that how last lost year. we were. I was like, when well, I was like, I love it, but I don't know why I love it because I'm lost. Yeah. But I mean, it was good though. I mean, and, and Henry Cavill said he is on board for The Witcher for as long as they want to do it. Oh yeah, no. I mean, he's good dude, for he's him. a big sweaty nerd. He's good for like us. Yeah, I love Henry Cavill. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, did I tell you? I told you a story about his uh, nephew, right? No. Um, Henry Cavill's nephew. His he went to school. Oh yeah, super. Yeah, yeah. 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 
Yeah, the thing about Superman, he comes back, he comes in. We'll finish the story now so people won't hear. Yes, I mean, if you haven't heard the story, um, I'll be brief about it. Um, Henry Cavill's nephew went to school saying that his uncle was Superman. Um, his teacher got on to him for lying about it. He went to the principal's office. The principal called his mother. Mother came in. He's like, your son's been, you know, causing disruptions during class. He's lying to teachers, fantasizing about his uncle being Superman. She's like, oh, <laughs> No, his uncle is actually Superman. So, <laughs> so you know, the principal thinks that she's just playing in on it. Um, and uh, uh, so his uh, uh, Henry comes in or brings the kid to school uh, a couple days later um, and, uh, and you know, shows everybody that his uncle actually is Superman. Superman. Yeah. So. That's cool, though. Yeah. Did you, how cool was that if that was your uncle? Dude, that'd be so awesome. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take an adoption. Uh, okay. Here's, okay. Right. I don't need you to be my daddy. I just need you to be my okay. uncle. So you'll probably guess mine. I could probably guess yours. Right. Let's say we had an uncle. Yeah. And, we, and, and that was us. That, yeah. Who would the character be? Um, mine would be Batman, probably. Well, I would be Batman, without question. I thought you would said Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. No. no, just because I don't think of Spider-Man that same way. Oh, dude, I, I be Batman. Yeah, no question. How cool would that be, dude? Oh yeah, dude, that'd dude, be so God, cool. Could you imagine too if your if your uncle drove you to school in the Batmobile? Batmobile? Yeah, <sighs> you'd be. That's it, dude. You your your life trajectory in high school would just be nothing but up from there. You know who owns a version of the Batmobile? Uh, like a screen or like somebody an onset that, Hopefully, somebody that we know. No. Oh no. no. Um, but somebody that you wouldn't expect, Jeff Dunham, the puppet really? guy. Yeah. He's got like a ton of like sci-fi memorabilia and stuff, and the Batmobile just happens. Which to be one? one of those. The '66 one or the the um, Tim Burton one? Nice. The one with the little knob on the front. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, nice. with the the flames in the back. And yeah, everything. The, yeah, like the big long front on it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yep. Hmm. Did not know that. Yep. Well, no respect for for him, dude. Yeah, no, he's he's amazing. I love um, Jeff Dunham. But yeah, no, I think that's just about it, dude. Um, yeah. I don't have anything else. Uh, let us know what your favorite um, movies, TV shows, and animes were from this year, um, and uh, maybe we'll talk about that next week. Absolutely. Until then, or next episode. Until then, this has been the Nerd Force Podcast.